MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. And today is Tuesday. It is the 31st day, Halloween of October. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a father and his son are dead after what appears to be a freak accident outside of a home in Bella Kinwood. Police say 94-year-old Nathan Coburn pulled his Toyota Camry into the driveway on the 300 block of Pembry Terrace around 9 a.m. Monday. As he exited the vehicle, police say the car began to roll backwards, hitting Nathan. The vehicle continued down the driveway and onto Landrila Road, where the vehicle hit the driver's 68-year-old son, Sidney Michael Cobrin, according to police. Both victims were rushed to an area hospital where they were pronounced dead. Such a bizarre and horrible bizarre. story. Awful, uh, right? Yeah. The crash remains under investigation by the Lower Marion Township Police Department. The FDA is warning consumers to immediately stop using 26 types of over-the-counter eye drops after investigators allegedly found unsanitary conditions at the manufacturing site. The products are sold under six brands, including CVS Health, Leader Rugby, Rite Aid, Target Up and Up, and Velocity Pharma. All I use a Stevie Wonder brand. Should I stop with that? <laughs> All of these products are now being recalled. I do use eye drops, and uh, what I use I is, isn't on this list, but like I, I kind of want to just throw it out. What, what do you batch. use? Uh, I, you know what? I forget the name of it. It's a little green, bo- uh, it, green like bottle. S-Y-N something or other? Oh, I know that one. Yeah. No, it's not that one, but I do know yeah, that one. Yeah, yes, okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, it shows you how alert I am to the medications I take. Oh. All of these. Uh, It's a little pink thing I put in you. All of these products are now being recalled. Do you use it for um, like just rewetting drops? When when my eyes get, uh, when I feel that they're getting dry, because a lot of times, especially in the uh, winter, you have the heat blowing in the car or you have, you know, and you feel, I I can feel my eyes kind of drying out. And so I'll use it for that. Yeah. Sometimes I I don't use it all the time. With my contacts, sometimes they'll get dry out. I'll use the rewetting drops. So officials said the products could lead to eye infections resulting in vision loss or even blindness. However, the FDA. Has not received any adverse health reports yet. The South Jersey Transportation Authority is breaking ground on a major traffic project Monday in transition uh, to transition all electronic tolling on the Atlantic City Expressway. The project will eliminate the two main barrier plazas and all ramp toll booths and replace them with overhead toll systems. This means tolls will go cashless on the ride from Philadelphia to Atlantic City, whether you have Easy Pass or not. Mm. All electronic tolling is expected to go live in May of 2025. In sports this morning. Oh, sorry. The James Harden trade request saga ended in the wee hours of Tuesday morning. Sources. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, <laughs> sources told ESPN overnight that the Sixers are trading Harden to the Los Angeles Clippers in a blockbuster deal. Harden, one of the league's top players, requested a trade in June. And then in August, Harden called team president Daryl Morey a liar. The Sixers are off until Thursday night when they'll play the Raptors at home. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers lost to the Carolina Hurricanes 3-2 last night in South Philly. What Toy- the f- is this? Toivo Taravainen scored the tie-breaking goal with 3.47 left to play, and the Hurricanes held on for the win. Owen Tippett and Garnet Hathaway had goals, and Carter Hart had 31 saves for the Flyers, who have lost four of their last five to fall to 4-4-1. Four, four, the Flyers are at home again tomorrow night, and will host the Buffalo Sabres 
at 7 o'clock. In Monday Night Football, the Lions beat the Las Vegas Raiders 26-14 last night in Detroit. Jameer Gibbs ran for a season-high 152 yards and a touchdown. Sam Laporta had eight receptions for 57 yards with a score, and the rookies helped the NFC North leading Lions improve to 6-2. And, and at the World Series, the Texas Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 3-1 last night. Corey Seager hit a two-run home run. Max Scherzer. I Scherzer combined with four relievers for a strong pitching performance, and the Rangers took a 2-1 lead in the Fall Classic. Game four is tonight in Phoenix, and the first pitch is scheduled for just after 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. I did in. Uh, we have a few things happening. Uh, today we have Tattoo Tuesday, so that's pretty cool. We have a chance to win a $350 gift certificate from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street in Philadelphia. So if you're interested in winning a Preston and Steve Show themed tattoo, to text the word tattoo to three nine three three three, and at some point during the program, we'll pick a winner. It's that easy. Join the army of people. Uh, yes. The army of people that have Preston and Steve tattoos. Yep, and we're going to have a guest on the show today in studio. Paul Mercurio is stopping by his award-winning Broadway show. Permission <clears throat> to speak is at the uh, Pollock Theater, and that is Long Branch, New Jersey. It's going to be Saturday, September, uh, Saturday, November eleventh. Sorry, despite uh, a recent, he's like he just walked in the studio a while ago. It's been a long time since we've had Paul on the show. Yeah, it has. Yeah. And then he's got a stand-up gig at uh, the Sellersville Theater on February 2nd, so he's going to pop in and say hello. We'll chat a little bit about uh, what's going on in his world. Uh, and we also have Halloween Yay! to celebrate today, friends. So, obviously, we're going to be talking about these things and in our own special kind of way. Casey has uh, started to set this up. All the music played this morning is going to be our Halloween mass. Ah. Everything is going to be cover songs ah. this morning. So bands mm. undercover performing like songs from other bands. And that'll be our little tribute to Halloween. So you'll have to listen in to see exactly what comes up in our conversation. Of course, it's going to be themed towards this today, amongst other things. So uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. The entertainment report is on the way. A stupid question, a creepy, stupid question for you as we celebrate Halloween together. Stay put. We'll be right back. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. 
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. This is a stupid question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Tom Papa, the Good Stuff Tour, Friday, February 16th. This will be the Keswick Theater. And I wanted to go with something a little bit creepy since it's Halloween. Yeah. So the question I have for you is, what is the Bone Church formally known as? The Bone Church. Yes. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. All right. The Bone Church oh, is yeah. formally known as <laughs> what? 215 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right, we'll mention the birthdays. Halloween birthdays celebrated are Jane Pauley, the newscaster, former Today Show co-host. She's scary. She turns uh, 73 years old today. I don't, her. I don't think we have any scary people on this nah, list. Nah, it would be appropriate. I think I think having, well, would it be cool oh. to have a birthday on Halloween? Uh, that's a good it kind of, it, it, Yeah. It, you can, you can, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Bill's going to love that. You can exploit it to have an extra special Halloween, or it can steal the thunder of your birthday. Yeah. It depends could. on which way you play it. You know, like, especially if you wanted to have a party or something like that, well, that's going to, you know. Yeah. Uh, the. The Halloween party is going to take the place of that. That's a good question. All right, so this one actually, Steve, th- th- this would fall in line. Actress Lee Grant, yes, um, and she was uh, she was in The Omen two, right. Uh, she played uh, the Thorn mother. Right, uh, Mommy Thorn. Yeah, she's 98 years old today. She was pretty freaky in that movie. And a really solid actress. She's also in the movie Shampoo. Ah, Remember that? Right. One yeah. of the conquests of Warren Beatty? Yep, absolutely. Which is, And you've, you've kind of adopted that hairstyle, the Warren Beatty hairstyle. Yes, <laughs> from that movie? Yeah. yeah, exactly. If you look back at the hair in that movie, oh, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, she's 98 today, by the Ooh. way. Uh, Piper Paravelle. Uh, or Paraboot, Parabelle, I've always said. But um, Coyote Ugly, Cheaper by the Dozen, stuff like that. She is 47 today. <laughs> it's really, stuff you like can that. take that career and just put it in a stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah. Saturday Night Live, obviously. Um, the Hot Chick, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Have you ever seen The Hot Chick? No. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart to it. Uh-huh. Like there's there's almost an It's a Wonderful Life kind of vibe to it. It's more than I thought it was going to be. It's one of those body switch type of things, yeah. right? Only, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a beautiful woman. Uh, and he obviously pops up in a lot of Adam Sandler's movies. You maybe can do it. Them. I don't know. But he is uh, celebrating a big birthday today. He's 60 years old. Uh, another person turning a year older is Larry Mullen Jr. Wow. Drummer of U2, and he's taking a year off from the band. They're playing the sphere without him. Have we determined exactly, is it, it medical-based? or yeah. okay? And, All they said was wear and tear from years of play. Okay, I wonder if he's going through like a Phil Collins kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It may be, you know, it may be really bad tendonitis. Right, I right. Mean, there, there are definitely some things. By far, of, of all the musicians in, in a band, the, the drums are the most physical instrument to play. Have you ever had, have you ever flirted with any sort of carpal tunnel from drum playing? Um, just tendonitis, not necessarily from drum playing, but I have had tendonitis in my hand. It, it happens on your forearm. Right, right. And, and affects your hands. So playing becomes um, more, so, yeah, okay. It, it's very, very difficult. So I'm not sure. It, they've been kind of vague about it. But yeah. Hopefully it's my. Um, so I agree. He turns uh, 62 years old today. And definitely one of those guys that has his own style. Like when you hear him play, you know it's him. If you're a drummer, it's easy to pick out Larry. Uh, so happy 62nd birthday. Uh, the great Peter Jackson has a oh birthday Oh, my today. God. Uh, turns the same age as Larry Mullen at 62. Obviously, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Just had a uh, cameo on uh, The Simpsons. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. They were, it, about Beatles uh, stuff. But, uh, yeah, that whole... Th- 
This alone was worth his entire career. Yes. The Beatles stuff was extraordinary. It was amazing. We just were blown away by uh, the Beatles. Uh, the part where we found out that Yoko wasn't the dead weight we thought she was. That's true. It was eye-opening for sure. Uh, so Peter Jackson... In the Shire and 62 years old. I love old. you, Preston. You what? I love you. Oh, thank you, Gandalf. It's, uh, wow. That's, what are you doing after work? <laughs> we'll talk in a couple hours, okay? <laughs> Uh, we were just mentioning this guy the other day, Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, he was in the um, the the list of actors that we often confuse with each other because their names are similar. Dylan yeah. McDermott. That's it. Yeah. And Mullet McDermott. And there's also one more. <laughs> Dean McDermott. Dean McDermott. Yes. Right. But Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> Who is also a horn player of sorts, right? Is yes, he, he is. He is uh, buddies, very good. But he's with uh, Michael Giacchino. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what's what's the story with his horn playing? Uh, he plays the horns. Oh, I didn't know. No, if he no, was... he's he, like trumpet or saxophone or something I like that. I think he's trumpet, but he's uh, at a level where he like will play in you know or- orchestral like. No, nope. yeah, yeah, he's I... been called in to do some uh, some studio wow. stuff, yeah. and he's right. in a, uh, that movie with Jennifer Connelly that we like, Preston, where uh, sh- she oh. is. Yes, um, they were in the uh, the Target story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, wonderful. I think he movie. plays uh, the cello case. Ah, the horn. But he blows cello. into it, <laughs> right? Am I thinking of right? He's so good <laughs> at, that he blows into the cello. You would yeah. not even know the difference. And that's how he stands out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what makes him an, an immense talent. Uh, Dermot Mulroney <laughs> is 60 years old today. He treats the cello as a wind instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Dan Rather's birthday. That's right. Farmer, uh, former news farmer. He's a farmer. He's I'm a farmer news anchor. I'm firmer than I've ever been right now, <laughs> thanks to horny goat weed. Wow, at 92, that's huge. That's right. Man. Does he still do the big interview? Are those current, or has he done all of those? Uh, I don't know if he's, he's generating any new ones. I thought he did a really good job of those. I, I enjoyed that. Too. The fact that it was Dan Rather showing fan interest in oh, these eclectic dude. array of people. He sat down with Getty Lee. Yeah, with Getty Lee. And obviously, he's well-researched, but he seemed to be familiar with the music. My nipples seem puffy. And um, it it was, uh, I thought that was really cool. I love the fact that he was able to do the interviews he wanted to do on his own time. He wasn't, you know, held to a network standard or anything like that, and he's just the consummate professional. Absolutely. Do you remember um, that whole uh, What's the Frequency Kenneth thing when he was supposedly attacked by that guy? And then stuff came out later, and he was kind of like, ah, come on. Stuff came out later that there, there that seemed to indicate that there was a guy like a lunatic who who because some people said oh this is this is bullcrap this never happened and it's, and it's like no it happened and so stuff came out years later they got some guy I forget exactly what it was but it seemed to validate his story well there was one time where Dan had uh, something had happened there was some uh, the, the the news was interrupted or whatever and he walked off yeah and left dead air. And then there was one time where he was, after that, he was uh, interviewing uh, President Bush. Right, right, yeah. And Bush went after him. He's like, oh, right. yeah, damn. Well, how about that time you walked <laughs> off air? Uh-huh. And it was like, wow. I had to take a dump. It was, uh, it got really. A, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I have a turtle head poking. It got really <laughs> personal. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, Dan Rather is 92 years old today. I'm going to kick you in your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Doyle Murray. One of the greats. Uh, brother of Bill Murray uh, is 78 years old today. And he's been in loads of stuff as a character actor. Do you wonder if that, uh, we were talking about Bill Murray and. Um, you know, the, the, you said, and it seems like the switch he's usually on is being a dick switch, and yeah. and then it's those little moments where he's okay is rare. But I hear nothing but good things about 
Like Brian Doyle Murray and yeah. I don't know Joel and the other brother. Yeah. yeah, what's his name? Joel. Joel Murray and then Arthur Murray. Yeah, the dance instructor. I don't know. He's just. Um, I remember uh, Dan Aykroyd talking about um, Ghostbusters one time, and he said that they were all on set and 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 they were waiting, and and Bill was late, and then he he followed that up with he he goes and Bill was really late. He's like, which a movie ta- movie star sometimes is supposed to do. Right. He said something like that. So Bill plays into this I'm a big superstar thing. I don't like it. I don't think no, I think there's a little bit of that that can be understood if you reach a certain level and maybe your head is spinning from your success. Yeah. But um like uh you hear stories recently, you know, about just what what a dick yeah. he is. But Brian Doyle Murray is supposed to be really cool. Yeah, and he's been in so many things, Caddyshack and uh, Groundhog Day. Remember the series um, Get Alive with Chris Elliott? I do. Yeah, yep. he was in that too. Uh, he was in Wayne's World. He played Noah, the, the arcade owner and all that. So he's, he's, the, bo- he's the boss in uh, National Influence Christmas Vacation. Uh, yes, yeah. that's right. Brings him with a big bow on his The head. little people. Uh, he is 78 <laughs> today. Uh, Justin Chatwin, I brought him up, Kathy, because he's on the show Shameless and that's your show. Yes, which one? What is? I don't know. He was the boyfriend early on, Kathy, and then he oh, left and then yeah. he showed back up again. Uh, he was in More of the Worlds. Uh, he is 41 today. Uh, Willow Smith has her birthday, daughter of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Is that uh, music career being revitalized, I understand? Yeah, she's I don't releasing know. new music. My what daughters. Was it? My, my daughters. Um, my daughter, uh, Willow. My hair was a big hit for her. I don't right. know what else she's working on, but she's 23 today. And then the last birthday I saw is Eddie K. Thomas, who played Finch yeah. in uh, American the American Pie movies. And uh, he is turning 43 today. Today. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, so the Bone Church is formally known as what? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And let's see. We're going to go to, I believe, is it Jean uh, or Jeannie? Hi, Jean. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, right. Jeannie. Is it Jeannie or Jean? Yes, Jeannie. Oh, okay. Jeannie. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. All right, Jeannie. That was nice. Uh, the Bone Church is formally known as what? The Sedlick Ossuary. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. The Sedlick Ossuary. Yes, that is correct. It is in the Czech Republic. And it's a church that uh, has the bones of forty to 70,000 people ornately displayed in chandeliers and all over the walls. It is it's really wild. weird. Yeah. I'd kind of like to visit that. All right. So, Jeannie, hang on a sec. sec we're going to give you tickets to see our good friend, Mr. Tom Papa, the Good Stuff Tour, Friday, February 18th, 16th, at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. Um, so, obviously, there's still a lot coming in about Matthew Perry. Uh, his death at his residence on Saturday, uh, the cause will require additional investigative steps by the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office before reaching a conclu- conclusion. They had said there was no foul play suspect. Right. And that there really doesn't appear to be. Uh, but they, uh, the listing on his cause of death is uh, deferred. Uh, in cases where the cause of death cannot be determined at the time of autopsy, a deferred certificate is issued until additional studies are completed. Uh, an autopsy has been conducted, but examiners are awaiting uh, the results of toxicology reports in order to determine his cause of death. Such reports can take weeks, something by the way, to complete. Something Casey was saying yesterday, and, and it was followed up by some stuff I was reading later on in the day about the number of people who will have... <laughs> Hard. I know it's it's weird in the bathtub in in a in a bathtub or a jacuzzi in a yeah. warm like they'll have heart attacks and um 
And then obviously, if there's nobody there to help, nobody you. to help him. You yeah. slip below the water. Right. You can't move. You die. You feel paralyzed. Yeah. And then, and then that's it. Um, yesterday, the cast of Friends released a joint statement to people reacting to the news of Perry's death. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer all mourned the loss of their longtime friend and co-star. In the letter, they wrote, "We are so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew." We're more than just castmates. We are a family. Uh, of course, this show ran for 10 seasons, so they spent so much time together. Uh, they, they wrote, there's so much to say, but right now we're going to take a moment to grieve and process this unfathomable loss. In uh, time, we will say more as and when we are able. For now, our thoughts and our love are with Matt's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. There's a clip of him. Just weeks ago, uh, he was, I, get, I forget what talk show he was on, but it was uh, on the set of, or this the soundstage where Friends was shot. Mm. And he was getting all nostalgic. He seemed in a really good place. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's so sad because of that, because yeah. he seemed to be, this seemed to be the time that was actually taking. Uh, his ex-fiance, Molly Hurwitz, is uh, reflecting on her profound relationship with him. Uh, she spoke about their time together in a post on Instagram, captioning a picture of Perry's silhouette against European cityscape. Uh, she opened up about the impact their relationship had on her life. She said he would love that the world is talking about how talented he was. He was really very, what he really was very talented, she said. As the show Friends, uh, as the Friends, I'm sorry, reunion was approaching, we rewatched the show together and she said our respect and appreciation of humor is something that connected us. Being with him as he rediscovered his brilliance was magical. Though Perry uh, possessed undeniable talent as an actor, she noted that she obviously knew the man in a very different way. She wrote, while I love him uh, deeper than I could comprehend. He was complicated and uh, he caused pain like I've never known. Yeah. Uh, she wrote, uh, no one in my adult life has had a more profound impact on me than Matthew Langford Perry. I have tremendous gratitude for that, for everything I learned from our relationship and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Al-Anon. That's uh, support groups for people who have been impacted by another person's alcoholism. Uh, she said, um, referencing his struggle with substance abuse, an invaluable resource uh, for those who love someone struggling with this destructive disease. Do you know with these, uh, with these uh, deaths that have occurred recently and you, you try to remind yourself to do it because it's important to do it and, and so many people have said he would love hearing people talk about his comedic chops and what he brought to the world and so on and so forth. If you get the opportunity with somebody you care about to tell them that or to tell them why you like them or what you think about hopefully it's good, uh, it's, it's probably a good thing to do because you never know. Yeah, I know. Listen, like... Uh, and I'm giving advice that I don't even take. No, I was thinking the same thing. and uh, Me too. Uh, same thing. But yeah. uh, like I was reading Selma Hayek's tribute to him, which was lovely and everything. And she ended it with, uh, my friend, you are gone much too soon, but I will continue to cherish your silliness, your perseverance, and your lovely heart. Farewell. Well, sweet Matthew, we will never forget you. Wouldn't it be nice if you said that to the I person? know, I know. Because they, I know, this is what I believe personally, they can't hear what you're saying. Right, right. Um, and it'd be nice for them to know that before. I think ever, anyone would happens. love to know that. Or it, it would, you know, it, it, it's probably twofold. You you feel good letting them know. Yeah. Uh, in a final note to Perry, uh, by the way, Hurwitz uh, concluded saying, Maddie, I feel relief that you are at peace. Sincerely, 
Malorama Vacation. So I guess that was a nickname that you know, they had. You know what it reminds me of? In, in The Great Gatsby, there's a scene uh, before, spoiler alert, Gatsby is killed. Uh, and Nick Carraway turns to him and, and he says, he's walking away and he says, he says, you're better than all of them. You know, and then he says, as part of his inner dialogue, I was so glad I said that to him ah. at that point in time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so that it gives you that, that frame. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever regret doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless the guy's a real scumbag and you were lying. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to Why did I say that? He thinks I like him. Feel better for some reason or another. And I don't even like yeah. that guy. Uh, what a waste of breath. No, it, to me, it's a very touching thing to do. Yeah, you won't regret it. <laughs> so Mary Lou Retton is on the road to recovery. Uh, she actually wrote in a statement on Instagram. I know only her, uh, one of her daughters, her daughters. Daughter? <laughs> recently. Daughters? Mary Lou Retton's daughter. Uh, no, she wrote in a statement herself on Instagram. I'm uh, with family continuing to slow to recover and staying very positive as I know this recovery is a long and slow process. Is she being seen by a doctor? While she did not disclose any more details about what landed her in the hospital, which her daughter, McKenna Kelly, wrote... My daughter, and so it was a very consulting with my doctor. Was a very rare form of pneumonia. She did say, mm. "When the time is right, I'll be sharing more information about my health issues." It's it's wild because you think of someone who is you know probably in in top shape, you know, and and succumbing to something like this. But um, yeah, it was it's an eye opener. Uh, Retton added that. Um Hope that, that uh, she hopes that uh, by eventually sharing her own story, she can help others who may face the same battle as me, she said. Huh. Um, she also wrote that she is beyond blessed to have the opportunity to make this statement and said she is overwhelmed with all the love and support from the world as she fights. I'm forever grateful to you all, she added. And then she also wrote, I appreciate everyone's respect for my privacy at this time and signed off the update saying, I love you all, MLR. So we'll have to wait and see exactly what that was. Okay. Here's your story for the morning. <laughs> All right. um, Goldie Hawn. Yes. Recalled an encounter. Did you see this? No. I she, love Goldie Hawn. She recalled an encounter that she had with aliens oh, when she yes. was in her 20s oh, on a no. recent episode of the Apple Fitness Plus Time to Walk series. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, the actress said a lot of UFO sightings were happening at the time. She was working as a dancer in California when the extraterrestrial experience took place. Wait, and sh- I thought she was a singer. Yeah, I was no, she, she was, was a, a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, my God. <laughs> and she asked to sleep in another dancer's car one night. She said, I go uh, I go this high-pitched, I got this high-pitched sound in my ear. Mm. It was this high, high frequency, and I looked out the window, and I saw two or three triangular-shaped heads. Hey, you're on laughing. She described <laughs> the aliens as having a silver color, a slash for a mouth, a tiny little nose, and no ears. And she said they were pointing at me. You want to see what this mouth can do, baby? She said, <laughs> pointing at me in the car as if they were discussing me like I was a subject and they were droning and I could not move. I was paralyzed. Uh, she said she thought she was just dreaming all this. She said until these books came out and other people started sharing their experiences and having a discussion with an astrophysicist at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, uh, who had been researching alien encounters. She said she remembered it, that they touched her face. Uh, it's a bunch of poppycock. poppycock. And she said it felt like the finger of God. Wow. She said it was the most benevolent. You like it, don't you? <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, there you go. It's you know a else? religious experience. I'm doing these fingers? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, she said it was the most benevolent, loving feeling. This was powerful. It was filled with light. It's funny because there's an SNL bit uh, where the, the three people have various alien encounters, and two of them have this. I mean, it's like being wrapped in a warm blanket, and the other one is forced to oh. straddle a, a bowl and pee in it. Is that like Kate McKinnon? Kate McKinnon, okay. yeah, oh, yeah. And so this good. almost sounds yeah. exactly like that, Preston. Yeah, so anyhow, that's what she says uh, happened I, to her. I'm tending to think probably it was a product of her sleeping. Maybe a dream. But, but who knows? Something like that. What do I know? I don't know. I don't know anything. Uh, people reports that uh, this is us actor. You watch that show, right, Kathy? I did, yes. Uh, Vilo Ventimiglia, secretly married, modeled Jara Mariano earlier this year. He played my son. The Yeah, he did. That's right. In Rocky Balboa. Not my daughter. Uh, the couple reportedly had a private ceremony with just their family and close friends. Uh, the Gilmore Girls actor told the outlet in 2017, I try to minimize myself so people can see the character and can really dive into work, and I try to remain as anonymous and invisible as I can so it doesn't take away from the experience of the men that I play. I like that. I don't know how interesting my life is any more than anyone else's. So he keeps things really quiet. Whoa, yes. You know, he's not a uh, he's not a press hound or anything were you, like Were that. you happy with the way that uh, series ended? There's yeah, so many people I, who are rabid fans of This Is Us. Yeah, I, I was. I watched the whole thing and yeah, I thought they did a nice job in ending it. All right. Uh, she's a beautiful woman. She was uh, born in Hawaii and that's kind of all I know about her other than that. that she's is Hawaii. And that she is a model, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, another very beautiful woman, uh, Bridget Wilson, former actress, husband of Pete Sampras, uh, shared in a statement on Sunday uh, revealing that the Billy Madison actress has been diagnosed with ovarian cancer. So yeah. uh, Pete Sampras wrote, uh, last December, my wife Bridget was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. He wrote, since then, she has had uh, major surgery, pushed through chemotherapy, and continues with targeted maintenance therapy. He added, it is hard to watch someone you love go through a challenge like this. I've also learned that it's very hard to reach uh, for support when something is simply too hard to talk about. Uh, with that said, he said, I'm humbly asking for good thoughts and prayers for our family as Bridget continues to thrive on her healing journey, by the way. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, be, absolutely uh, going in the right direction for that. Uh, TMZ reports that the Bear actor, Jeremy Allen White, he was also on Shameless. Yeah. Yes, he was. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find all these stories for you, you know. <laughs> and, and singer... Well, you think of her as a daughter. And singer Rosalia, who I guess has a hit called, uh, is it Beso or Beso? Does anybody know? I have no clue. Okay. I, How I'm do you al- spell it? I'm always taking a shot in the dark when I see these <laughs> pop songs. Right. And I'm like, I know I'm going to mess this up. Uh, B-E-S-O? Let's go with that. Okay. Well, that's how you spell it. Yeah. I don't know if you pronounce it that way. And, well, it could be beso, like peso. That's what I said. Beso or beso. 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 Anyways. Doesn't that mean kisses? Beso? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Aww. Oh, there you go. Uh, beso. Uh, so they are spending quality time together. Ah. Huh. pair were photographed at a farmer's market in Los Angeles. Do you know what's great among the many things that's great about the bear? He is technically the star. But... I don't even think of them that way. That ensemble is so good uh-huh. that everybody has their profound moments. Yes. It is truly an ensemble. Uh, so they were at a farmer's market in Los Angeles. A farmer's market? And, what? And White, he carried a huge bouquet of flowers. Aww. Last week, they reportedly had dinner together before dinner? catching a screening of Wild Things as well. This comes after the shameless actor was photographed kissing model Ashley Moore Woo! in Los Angeles in August and amid his divorce from Californication, Californic, Califa, Californication okay. actress Addison Timlin. You ever look at a word and sometimes uh-huh. you just can't 
It happened Do it. this morning. I won't mention. I won't mention the reporter's name on television, but he was attempting to say a word, uh, and he just could not. He was not seeing oh, it. Oh, I, I heard it. it. Yeah, I yeah. heard it. So. It was irreparable <laughs> instead of yeah. irreparable. irreparable. And and I heard it at yeah. four o'clock this morning, and then again <laughs> later on. It happens. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so Travis Barker recently addressed rumors that he is the cause of the Kardashian sisters, Courtney Kim's. Courtney and Kim's feud. Huh. The LA, man. The LA Times reported in, a, in an interview, uh, he called the rumors ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, that's ridiculous. Uh, you give people a little information, he said, and they think they've solved the mystery of this is why they're fighting. It's just so ridiculous, he said in an interview. Do you think he knows that we don't care? Mm, uh, specifically. Yeah. Uh, Barker... Uh, wrote about the youngest Kardashian sister in his memoir, Can I Say, saying that she was effing hot. So hot. And kept secretly checking her out even as he was dating Paris Hilton at the time. Oh, yeah. Margaret told the newspaper, it's like Courtney fans are worried about Travis. He's a womanizer. Stop it. Stop. I obviously shared all that stuff because I wanted to move past it. It was therapeutic for me, he said. And he insists that his wife has no hard feelings over his relationship with Cammy. He has also said that nothing physical ever happened between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barker's ex-wife, former Miss USA runner-up and Playboy playmate Shanna Mokler, disagrees. Oh. Um, She's a bomb thrower, that one. Yeah. So She's she- a temptress. Uh, he said about Courtney's non-reaction, that's her sister. She knows we used to talk. Nothing bad was going on. No sad, bro. And Kim, for her part, also denied the rumors. In response to fans' questions on whether she and Travis uh, hooked up on her Instagram, she wrote, no false narrative. We've been friends for years, and I'm so happy for him in court. How could you, living in that dynamic where everything you do at virtually every level is reported on, and usually reported on because you float the story out. Mm-hmm. How, how do you even? Wh- what is your perception of reality at that? I point? guess sometimes. So there, there was a scene in um, uh, the movie uh, or uh, the the TV show. Um, oh man, um, give me an actor. Uh, the, the 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 rich family uh, 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 um, succession succession okay. uh, where they're they're they're. They're essentially playing with Twitter, and they're going. I go. Uh, I see. You know, I'm going to post this. Right. This is going to happen. Watch this. Right. Or you know, and, and they do you would, think that's the dynamic absolutely. here? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That they'll that they'll play with it, right? Because they can. They're juggling millions of eyes. Yeah. You know, and they can they can absolutely do what they want to and play around. And sometimes it can go bad, and sometimes it's uh, it's by accident and it's out of their control. But other times they manipulate it for sure. We're all basically in pods with nozzles attached to the back of our head. <laughs> totally, man. Yeah. The Kardashians are running everything. Yeah, I'll take the red pill. Yeah. Uh, deadline report. Listen to this. How stupid can you get? Former Saturday Night Live writer Kevin Brennan is facing criticism for a string of tweets he posted following the news of Matthew Perry's death over the weekend. So he wrote, drown in a hot tub. Ha, 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 ha. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. You know? We've had, uh, we we know Kevin. We've had him in here. Have we? Yeah. yeah, His brother's Neil Brennan, unless it's a different Kevin Brennan. So, Uh, writing on, uh, commenting on the Friends actor known history of addiction, he also added, I do love it when junkies die. Oh, my God. Uh, I know. This is, that's just, Mm. that's just dumb. 
Which uh, throws me for good because he is a funny guy. I've always liked him. I don't know where this comes from. Despite people responding to his tweets with outrage, uh, he continued to make jokes. Uh, somebody wrote, why is drowning in a hot tub funny? And then he wrote, because it's not very deep. Uh, so, you know, you got to you gotta read the room there, bud. It's, uh, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I think a lot of people that are associated. I think he was. Um, he dated Sarah Silverman for a while, and she's. I think she's. Her reaction is also kind of like, "Why? Well, uh, yes, yeah. this is not really him. Not- it's, it's not." Funny, you know. Listen, I, I yes. if you if you've got a good line after a tragic situation, okay, all right, you know, go for it. I mean, you got to live with the consequences of your yeah. actions, but you know, people like uh, Anthony Jeselnik and uh, who's uh, some of these other um, kind of like a caustic insult and right, caustic yeah. comics. Like they'll do it. That's just like well, mean. It, I was like, where's, where's just, the ha ha? It's a mean like, observation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but I mean, you could. <laughs> Listen, you could take a, uh, a, a try at making it comedic, but there wasn't even that effort. And, the, like, and he's legitimately, he's a, he's a funny writer and a funny dude, so I don't yeah. know why this is... I might have, this is his stance. Yeah, I might have heard Anthony on a on a podcast, or or it might have been part of his bit. But it, it had gotten to the point where something terrible happened in the world. He would get a ton of text messages saying, "Don't do it." Yeah, don't, don't, dude. don't do <laughs> it. You know, and then that would just fuel it. But but again, there was an attempted humor. There's no attempted humor there. Right. I get it. Also, the immediacy of it. Uh, you know, uh, the uh, <laughs> I know so many people who figured, "Oh, I'm going to shake things up and yeah. jump right on it." Don't. Let the don't let the dust settle. Jump right in and then end up paying for it. Yeah, and and also you know you're talking about a uh, a beloved uh, character, yeah. a, a guy who's played a beloved character right. for you know a decade on television. So yeah. Yeah, not a good. I idea. mean, it came out within hours of the news. Yeah. All right, uh, Steve, you like this, and I'm sure you've already seen it. Variety reports of fans of the 2014 horror film It Follows can now look forward to a sequel. Yeah, and that will be titled They Follow. Uh, Micah Mika Monroe, I think, is set to reprise her role as Jay Height uh, for the second film. And David Robert Mitchell will return as writer and director. Neon is set to co-produce the film. I watched that, Steve, and I'm not, you know. What you think? Terror- well, I watched it a while back <clears throat> on your recommendation. Yeah. But last night, I watched another movie, that Argentinian movie, on your recommendation. Uh, something. When Evil Lurks? That's it. I watched it. I, I downloaded that, well, Shutter. Well, kudos and- to you, because that, that is a mofo what'd you think i enjoyed it i i um it wasn't it was good but it didn't i didn't have to like cover my eyes too much so when evil lurks is from the same guy uh press i've mentioned this movie called terrified Mm -hmm. uh but when evil lurks takes the possession trope and twists it all around and it is so well done it is it is one of the best horror movies i've seen in years when evil lurks it's on uh shutter yeah uh, subtitles? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's an Argentinian uh, uh, director, but there are scenes in this. In fact, we're looking at, at a clip from the trailer right now. Oh, dude. I won't tell you exactly what's going on, but he uh, he uh, he's able to discern that one of the goats in this pen is possessed. Okay. And it is a... What happens in this sequence, this chain of events, will make you go, whoa! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, Case? Uh, I absolutely impressed. It's kind of got that pacing if you're like midsummer, like there's there's just something off. Something right. Yeah, but then when yeah, it goes, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it starts going unrelentingly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Variety reports that Amazon MGM Studios is in the early stages of developing a series, uh, television series based 
based on the 1982 horror film Poltergeist as well. Uh, no plot details available at the time, uh, but the show will be set in the same world as the film. Uh, so I guess maybe they're going for that time frame too, 82. Well, that'd be kind of sure. cool. Make yeah. it like a period piece. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. And then uh, one last thing. Ava DuVernay's new film, Origin, uh, is inspired by the life and work of Cast, the the origins of our discontents author, Isabel Wilkerson. Uh, DuVernay told The Hollywood Reporter that while speaking with Wilkerson, she was inspired to include the Pulitzer Prize winning author's cousin, Marion, in her film. And she knew the perfect actress for the part. Her cousin, Marion, she said, played on the film by Nicey Nash. Betts was not in the book. Uh, she said, as she was uh, telling me the stories about Marion, I just fell in love with her, and I thought, she sounds like Nicey, one of my best friends. Huh. Are there any monsters in this thing? No, there are no <laughs> monsters. Well, I can't, you know, uh-huh. I don't know. Hey, a couple of monsters know. would be nice. I'm being flippant about it, and it very well be maybe monster-laden for Sounds all a little heady for my taste. Yeah. Alright, so we're now ready for the clips. So the new comedy movie, Tripped Up, is about an aspiring chef who sets off with her friends to compete in a prestigious food festival. Here, actress Sasha Fox talks about the character that she plays in the film. Taylor is, in the beginning and throughout the film, a very emotional, struggling girly. I think that she is a badass. I really, really related to the rock and musical elements that she had. I think when it came to the auditioning process, it was refreshing to see a character that I was like, oh, I don't even really have to think too hard because I know her mindset. Shut up, dummy. Tripped Up is available in select theaters and on digital right now. Mm. All right, here's our next clip. Desperation Road is the story of a woman and her daughter who get caught in the crossfire when whiskey, guns, and the desire for revenge violently intersect in a rough-and-tumble Mississippi town. In this clip, director Nadine Crocker uh, says, talks how she worked with the actors to create a tight bond on screen. I mean, I think it, it takes an extreme amount of trust and I feel incredibly lucky that there was this like beautiful relationship, collaborative process and trust between all of us like almost instantly. It was kind of like, you know, when you say like, I found my people and it was like, I found the actors for this movie. Oh, shut up, woman. Desperation Mode is now available on Prime and Apple TV. Should you feel the need to watch? And there you go. Your Halloween entertainment report for today. All right. Let us take a break. Reminder, Tattoos Day. So text word tattoo to 39333. Could set you up with a Preston and Steve show uh, tattoo. Uh, it's a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. We'll get a winner at some point this morning. We'll take a break. We'll be right back on this Halloween morning. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour is your shot at $1,000 in crisp college cash. Thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans. Whether you've got a nifty knack for making a dorm room look like a posh Hollywood apartment or maybe more of a pizza box and rock band poster vibe, show us. Make a short video. Start off with a, hey, Preston and Steve, and show off your decked out dorm room. Enter at our contest page at WMMR.com by 11 a.m. on November 7th. Then we'll put them up for a vote to see who wins. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. Presented by College Ave Student Loans. A better way to pay for college. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your school. 
obviously uh, talking about a lot of different uh, Halloween things uh, today on the program and uh, over the weekend. Um, if there were Halloween parties you were going to go to, most likely they were that you know costume parties over this past weekend. Oh yeah, it's all over the place. Best time to get in is is the weekend nearest to the date. And uh, I saw, you know, we saw like uh, Playboy bunnies and things like that sure. stuff out on yeah. the street. But uh, Steve had posed this interesting question, and I wanted to open up the phones and see if anybody's ever had this experience before. And that is obviously. People kind of tear it up on Halloween night or at the Halloween parties when they're being celebrated. Have you or someone you known ever been arrested in costume oh before? My God. <laughs> and maybe even put in a holding tank while wearing said costume. I mean, to me, that notion is hilarious. Yeah. I don't care what it was for. Also, like being having going through a roadside sobriety test in a costume. Mm-hmm. You uh-huh. know, anything like that because you are. Very vulnerable at that point. Oh, yeah. Whatever you're dressed as. So I told you guys this. I think I told you the story. I can't remember if I told it on the air. It is not me. Uh, I will not say who the person is now that this person is a professional. But <laughs> All right. took a ride after a Halloween party and I think maybe even a Halloween bar crawl after the Halloween party uh, in a Captain America suit with his shield <laughs> and then left the shield in the back of the cop car, called the police station and asked if he could come pick up his oh shield. Oh, my God. So <laughs> so he was he was he was put in the back of a cop car he in a actually, Captain America costume. So he didn't get arrested. He just got a ride home. And, oh, and when he okay. got out, he left his shield. But same night, still intoxicated, called the police station and asked if he could come get his shield. Two one five two six three eight WMMR the number. All right, this isn't an arrested one, but the, you guys are going to love the story because it was a friend of ours uh, that this happened to, and it was after Shamaween, and it was a friend of ours' husband who was dressed as Mr. Incredible. Uh-oh. Well, apparently... <laughs> I love that costume. Apparently, yeah. Mr. Incredible woke up on the front lawn the next oh, morning. I love it. Uh, because Mr. Incredible could not make it into the house. I think that... Just could not make it into the house. A superhero should be able to use a door. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yes. Preston, you, it was not Halloween, but you, you called to mind something. And it's one of those things where, like, uh, uh, you're going out there. You're, okay, I'm going to wear this costume. And I'm getting into this. Yeah. We were at an event. It was not Halloween. It was at, uh, I think it was at Brave New Worlds, the comic book store. And a guy came down, super nice guy, big fan of the show and listener. He came down in a full Iron Man costume. Mm. And he locked his keys in his car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Iron Man is outside his car with a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have something on that suit? <laughs> Right. Could, you know all that tech. Yeah, somehow or another, Jimmy, that lock open. <laughs> I'm going to go to Sean. Hi, Sean. Good morning. Ding dong. Oh, look who it is. Uh, look look who it is. It's Ambrosia Salad, my favorite. Uh, what's up, Sean? I didn't have a smartphone at the time that this happened, so there are no pictures, sadly, of it. But uh, back in my college days, uh, a big a friend of mine who's like six foot five, bulky, bald, he was arrested on South Street as a giant Tommy Pickles. Oh, wait, oh Tommy yes, Pickles yes. From, uh, from Rugrats. Rugrats. Yeah, Rugrats. Oh my yeah. God, uh, that's great. <laughs> so he was arrested on the spot, and and so six foot five, dressed as uh, Tommy Pickles, and and put in the back of a cop car. 
Yeah, he drank a little too much, and he was mouthing people off, and then things, one thing led to another, and then the police got called, and I was yeah. slowly relocating myself away from the scene. So, yeah. so Sean, at the, uh-huh. the 911, we got an aggressive pickle down here on uh, South Street. All right. That's hilarious. All right, thank you, Sean. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, here's a text now. Not only arrest, but... Um, Sometimes just a brawl can happen. So this says, went to college in New York. Bar fight between Winnie the Pooh and Satan was the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. I'd and then he money. wrote, And then in a follow-up text, he wrote, Satan won. Okay. <laughs> well, man. Uh, what was the one where was it was it a whole bunch of Santas? Santas. Or, or Easter bunnies that were going at it? Santa Claus. Okay, it was Santa there was Claus. like a full-on <laughs> mass brawl of people wearing Santa Claus costumes. That is one of my uh, all-time, go. All my, all-time favorite videos. Were these the streets? Santa's like uh, people. No, no. This was like at almost a running of the Santa's time. Oh, wow. And and uh, they were all dressed up and, and uh, they ended up getting a fight. hilarious. Fist fight in the street, which is just a scream. Uh, I will go to Andrew next. Hey, Andrew, good morning. Good morning. All right, buddy. So arrested in costume. Did it happen to you? Yep. What happened? Uh, quite a few years ago, uh, my ex and I um, went to uh, her mother's house in Jersey to get ready for the zombie crawl on South Street. So her and I are both in zombie attire, bloody faces, you know, <laughs> torn clothes and stuff. Um, went to the, the zombie crawl. Everything was fine. Got on a Patco train to come back to Jersey to, uh, you know, wind and night down. And uh, I was talking about a movie called The Source Code on the train. Okay. And uh, I may or may not have said the B O M B word on the train. Oh, oh my God! Oh no! Oh. So uh, the train stopped. Uh, B O M B word. Well before where I was going, and we got rushed by you know guys with assault rifles and who who, who said it? Who said it? Who said it? So um, all right, so so somebody somebody overheard you say the word bomb, and yeah. then they called the police. Correct. Wow. And so they charge you, and you're dressed in zombie makeup. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're are they drawing down on you? Absolutely. Holy hell. <laughs> All right, Andrew, oh Andrew, can I hear, can you deliver this line to me? Because I don't know this line, and I need to hear how it was said in, in the context that it was said. Uh, sure. Uh, so I'm just conversing with the people that went with us, and uh, I said, you ever seen a movie, The Source Code? It's got, you know, the, the, the Matt Damon on it, and... You know, it's about when he goes back in time to try to stop a bomb on a train. <laughs> oh, That's boy. literally the context. Bomb on a train. So, so he wasn't so he, reciting a line. He right, was just he, talking about the movie and the plot. Wow. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And that was enough to get you drawn down on in full zombie makeup. Now, how, how long were you detained or how long did they uh, uh, interview you? Well, after until the sun came up. I was in a holding cell by myself for like six and a half, seven You hours. were in a holding cell dressed in full zombie makeup. <laughs> <laughs> he comes till the yeah. next morning. Is there a mugshot? They, they, no, no, no. They, they did. They, they didn't end up charging me with anything. They but, just held down. Know, they had to wait until the federal agents came in to question me. Of course, it's not. By the way, the <laughs> movies, the movie's pretty good. But I mean, the fact that they, um, that they, well, listen, I, I can sort of understand that. But um, holding cells, by the way, uh, can be really slimy, filthy. Uh, I love the fact that these FBI agents show up. They go, all right, where's the perp? All right, he's the zombie in cell three. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Oh, and that's not even the best part of the story. All right. So it's uh, where they stopped the Patco train was like right in Camden, right across from uh, the, the BB&T or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pierre calls it now. 
So uh, they, it was right there, and they said I, we couldn't use the phone to get a cab. And my ex, God bless her heart, she waited for me outside. Aww. So um, when they finally released me, they said there's a, there's a payphone across the street. Go, go call a cab from there. So as we're walking across the street to the chicken place, it's still open at like 630 in the morning. <laughs> there's a whole group of gentlemen on the corner who thought that I beat the hell out of my girlfriend <sighs> because she was in zombie attire. And no. All the so they started drawing down on me as we were walking across the street to, to get oh to the Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> this is the best story ever. You're, you're, first off, you're a zombie terrorist aboard, aboard a train. You yeah, get in detained. A white, in a white T-shirt and flip-flops. <laughs> and then you're walking across. You, you figure, okay, this nightmare's ended, mm. and now you're perceived as a, a batterer. So how'd you handle yep. these guys? Well... The cop pulled up on the corner and was like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> he was like, get in, the, get, get, get in the car. I'll take you to a hotel. Jeez. <sighs> oh, well, that, wow. that is a story for the ages. Wow, Andrew. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Thanks for sharing, man. Absolutely, bro. Right, we'll see you. <laughs> My oh. bet is he never goes to any costume. No. Content, Why ever do ever? that again? Yeah. Why ever do that again? All right. Uh, this isn't Halloween-based, but I'm going to go to this one. Hi, Matt. You're on the air. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? So this is about 20 years ago. Um, my church has a pig roast every fall to raise money. All right. And they advertise it as such, as a pig roast. For some reason, somehow, some way, Peter got wind of it, and they decided to protest our church. Okay. They had picketers and all this nonsense, and they had a guy out there dressed like Jesus. Okay. Well, at the time, me and my buddies were like 10, 12 years old. We were teasing Jesus a little bit. We got Jesus to cross the picket line. So Jesus got arrested. <laughs> they they arrested Jesus. Did they wow. did they cuff Jesus? Oh yeah, they cuffed him, put him in the car, <laughs> and it was the headline of the Daily Local News in Chester County. The next day, Jesus gets arrested at church fundraiser. <laughs> at church fundraiser. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's excellent. I love it. All right, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it, man. All right, let me go to Ernie. We're talking about getting arrested in costume. Hi, Ernie. Good morning. Good morning, it. Hey, good morning to see you, buddy. What's up? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> What's your story, Ernie? So I got arrested at a party at Temple, uh, uh, from, you know, a college party, uh, wearing a Scooby-Doo costume. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> okay. Why were you arrested? <laughs> well, apparently there was some kind of, uh, you know, inside scoop to the Philadelphia police that there was a party, big party going on at this party. Mm -hmm. And they had some undercover agents dressed up in costume, too. Oh, my God. Okay. And, uh, so this, this wasn't, drinking, this, this wasn't just. I'm sorry. This wasn't like like five or six. This was a this was a rager. Yeah, there's probably eighty people there when it happened. Okay, all right. And what was your charge? Why'd they bust you? What was it? Oh, uh, they they busted everyone that was in there. Uh, they 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 all busted out their badges <sighs> on their necklaces. Was it underage for, drinking? For what? What's the charge? Underage drinking. Oh, you guys uh, were underage, and okay. you would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So, Ernie, did they did they hold you? They throw you in the back of a car. What ended up happening? They they issued they breathalyzed each of us on our way out, mm -hmm. and oh if God. we you know had uh, alcohol in our breath, they gave us a little summons and sent us on our way. Please tell me they said, "All right, Scooby, blow into this tube." <laughs> 
pretty much. <laughs> did you? All, by the way, did you also <laughs> test for toilet water? Oh my god! I mean, I, that's hilarious. It, I love it. It brings up the memory Thanks, of it, we, just nostalgically. Bill Weston. Uh, Bill Weston yeah. walking down South Street. We were having a party at the uh, the T uh, T L A. And um, and there's Bill, and I'm like, I'm like I remember I was with, I forget I was with me. Who the hell is that? Yeah. It's Bill Weston. And his his Scooby Doo was one of those where the the full Scooby Doo yeah. head was above uh, on top of his head, uh-huh. and his face was kind of obscured, and uh, it was hilarious because he, he looked very goofy in that. Uh, let's go to oh yeah, this sounds good. I'm gonna go to uh, Brandon. Brandon, morning, bud. Hey, good morning. I like turtles. Yeah, I like turtles too, damn it. What's your story, buddy? All right, so a few years ago, I was uh, dressed up as Forrest Gump when he runs across the country. So, you know, the long beard, <laughs> yeah. long hair, short shorts, tube socks. Uh, so me and my buddies, we all go to the bar, end of the night. I just felt like running. So I left my buddies, <laughs> ran down Spring Garden Street, and uh, there's the SEPTA station, and I needed to take the subway, but... I didn't have any pockets in my short shorts, so uh, I didn't have any cash on me, so I decided to hop the turnstile. So given that it was 1 in the morning, train maybe comes every 20 minutes, I'm up on the platform chatting about, sit on the train, right as the doors are about to close, Philadelphia police comes up, grabs me off the train for uh, jumping the turnstile. Oh, my God. So my three dollar, you know, subway fare turned more into two hundred, three hundred dollars for cheese and all that. Quick question, Brandon. Let's go. Did they did they recognize that you as uh, wearing a costume, or they did they just think you were some sort of hoboish character? <laughs> so I did have the naturally long beard, okay. um, but obviously the rest of the costume was dressed up. But the cop, the cop wasn't very friendly. Okay, uh, all right, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's, Thanks, not getting Brandon. arrested, but the, did you ever see the footage of the guy? He, he plays baseball for a college team, and he's dressed as Forrest Gump on Halloween, and he gets a hit, and he runs through first base, straight through the outfield, hops the fence, oh, and just keeps on running. No, it's so excellent. good. That's it's great. so good, yeah. I would love that. All right, uh, let's see. How about Kelly with the story? Hi, Kelly. Morning. Uh, good morning. You guys rock. Uh, hey, appreciate hey, uh, it, man. What's up? <laughs> uh, so I was actually, uh, I, I dressed as Tony Montana in uh, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> and uh, somebody called saying that they, that I was selling cocaine. <laughs> did you, did you oh, have, did you have fake cocaine with you? Yes, I did. I oh had well God. over a hundred bags of fake cocaine. Oh, oh my God! Hundred <laughs> bags. <laughs> so, uh, so at the time, of course, I was real competitive. I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, so I got detained and pulled down to the station, and I was actually detained for nine hours. Wow! Every single individual bag and tested them. <laughs> they tested every single bag. What was it? Was it baby powder or sugar, or what did you have baby in there? Powder. Baby, baby powder. powder, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of times, they, uh, as my understanding, I'm not really uh, well uh, versed in the world of cocaine, but don't they cut cocaine occasionally with baby powder? Not baby powder. Uh, they'll do I it mean, with, honestly, with baby I formula. Baby <laughs> formula. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, they'll do it with baby formula. But wow, man, nine hours. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and, and right. do you think that's a testament? Or was your costume on point? Or did you think if you had sold it more, would they believe your story? Or what, what was it? Oh, no. I was in Deep Ellum, so everybody looks suspicious. I was in a Party City outfit. (laughs) A Party City outfit. Okay, well, that could have been it. All right. Thanks, Cal. Appreciate it, man. Party City, Tony Montana. Oh, by the way, I was at Spirit Halloween last night, 
it, it was uh, carnage. It, well, yeah. I mean, the, the lime, and, but and, like everything was off the walls. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, and this is the day before Halloween. Yeah, so what do you expect, right? Maybe you don't wait till that long to go. Yep. Uh, we'll go next to Gary and see what we got here. Hi, Gary. Good morning. <laughs> what what's Morning, up guys. yeah what's up buddy uh so uh my name is not actually gary i uh, <laughs> but uh i need to keep this secret because i know the guys in this group also listen to mmr okay uh, all right okay <laughs> so we, one year we decided to all go as uh gender bent sailor scouts from sailor moon um, i'm sorry what now the Sailor Scouts from the anime Sailor Moon. Oh, Sailor Moon, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we're all bigger guys in unitards <laughs> at a party. Um, and the biggest guy, my one, my one buddy, uh, he gets a little drunk, a little too drunk, starts mouthing off. Cops get called, he gets arrested, and they go, okay, you can pick him up at the station. <laughs> so uh, the rest of us, all dressed up in unitards as Sailor Scouts, walked into a very full police station, um, half drunk. <laughs> and, to and, pick up your buddy. Yeah, who's uh, still mouthing off in the cell. Oh, my so God. So was he in the cell with anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, if I remember correctly, there was a gorilla and a joker. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I, I hope you guys oh, got photos. That is Did you awesome. get any pictures? Oh, that's great. Uh, no, I really wish I did. Uh. Um, but uh, when we tell the story now, he gets really embarrassed. That's why I... <laughs> no, I appreciate that. But, it, yeah, it, that's like the worst costume to be in a cell, especially if you're a dude, yeah. uh, with the yeah. gorilla and the joker. Hilarious. <laughs> Oh, All right. Uh, he doesn't go, we don't go to parties with him anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, Gary. Oh, Appreciate Gary. it. Gary. <laughs> God. Uh, another call. Uh, this is Brian, who's on the line. Hey, Brian. Good morning. Hello. Yeah, Brian, you're on, buddy. Hey. Good morning, your face. <laughs> good morning, your face. Hey. What's up, bud? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, so yeah, a couple years ago, I got arrested at a party. Uh-huh. Um, for taking a piss behind a dumpster. Okay. I was wearing the ghost face costume from Scary Movie with the tongue hanging out. Yeah. From the Budweiser was Hilarious. Oh, man. And it just happened to be when a, a cop was coming by? Yeah. So it was like in the back of a parking lot uh, behind a um, bar up in Mayfair. Right. Yeah. I don't know. As soon as I whipped it out, that cop was right there. <laughs> Bang. Well, gotcha. the great thing is, is that the face kind of looks like you're enjoying taking a piss. Like, ah, that feels so good. Uh, so I tried to get him to let me uh, take the mug shot with the mask on. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, that can be. That, uh, listen, you know, it's it's just a night where things get wild out of control especially yeah. if it's on a weekend and the the parties are are happening at that point in time but i remember 
seeing, you know, the, the costume contests that we used to have out, <gasps> out at bars and some of the elaborate costumes and just the thought of somebody getting arrested because they're out doing whatever, you know. And besides, what happens is that if you're following through and you're going to do the costume thing and you're really going to sell it and you're going to put the time into it, you're there to party. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're gonna <laughs> your inhibitions <laughs> will melt away yeah. and you'll be in a cell with a gorilla and the Joker. Yeah, totally. I, I feel like I already know the answer to this question, but uh, how do you feel about people who not only wear the costume but act the costume out? That could be annoying. <laughs> right? uh, it depends on the costume. Sometimes it's fun. Okay. I'll tell you one that annoys the um, F out of me. Can I know what it is. Captain Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. There was uh, some, I was at a Halloween party years ago and there was somebody who uh, just wore the, the Jason costume but had the mask on. Yeah, yeah. And didn't take his mask off and didn't speak for the entire party. No one had any idea who he was. Okay, and he went, that was good. Like as far as acting, if you stay up, with it, and then he would he would go missing, and all of a sudden we'd see him in a window outside. Oh, that's that's <laughs> great. It was, uh-huh. it was great. It was really creepy. No one had any idea who he was until well, the end of the party. I went the whole night at this party and didn't find out until the day after or a couple days after until you guys told me that the guy wearing the Michael Myers oh, mask yeah. was Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> It was at the Shamaween party. He wore the mask all night, never took it off. Yeah. And somehow or another, you guys figured out who he was. Did you say he was eating by sliding food through the 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 eye? No, through, yeah. Through, through the, the, through the, the mouth hole. Through yeah. the mouth hole? Yeah. Okay. But he, he had a straw pre- at one point. He was eating pretzels. Yes. <laughs> he was shoving them in the mouth hole. By the way, one of my favorite things to do with a mask, and I haven't worn a mask in ages, if you were at a party, is to uh, pull the eye down to your mouth and drink yeah. through the eye hole. <laughs> <laughs> I still find that funny. I've never seen that. I still find it funny. Oh. So yep. I, ha- I have this, this top Hollywood-style you know, appliance, they call it full head. You've seen it. It's yeah. the full vampire head. It looks like the vampire Bram Stoker's Dracula. When you put that thing on, and I'm not claustrophobic, but when you put that thing on, you're like, because it's, it, whatever kind of silicone or whatever they're using just locks on your Hugs face. Hugs your face. And any movement of your face, the mask moves. It looks great until you want to kill yourself. Wow. Uh, hang on. I'm going to go to Don real quick. Hey, Don, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, uh, I grew up on the West Coast. Um, one of my buddies uh, and us got together for Halloween one year, and he had uh, spent some uh, a vacation time at King County Jail at one point and knew what the scrubs looked like. So he thought it'd be a great idea to wear King County scrubs as his costume as an inmate. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, he also decided to prove how real it was. He decided to take a stroll past the front of it. And uh, oh got God. arrested. Oh my God! That he had escaped from it, and it took him twelve and a half hours to get out of jail. Twelve and a, a half, half hours. hours. That's oh my God! That's a nightmare. But I mean, um, yeah, I, I, that would be a major concern for me. It, it, depending on how good your costume is, of course they're going to think that. At least they would have to do that and make sure. Don, did he find the humor in it, or did he not enjoy that? Uh, he thought it was funny up front until <laughs> he found out they were actually going to really take him in, even though he's like, dude, I got ID <laughs> over in the car. And they were like, hey, yeah, nice try. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> they got to air on that side. Well, he should have won the contest then if there was yeah, a costume wow. contest. Man. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. Man. I wonder if. See ya. Yep. It, well, people do dress up as police officers, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
We had a text from somebody who got pulled over dressed as uh, Officer Dangle from Reno 911. Oh, oh, my God. So hopefully a, a, a cop would appreciate that. Right, right. They said I, the cop made me get out and show it to everyone, the Dangle outfit. <laughs> I had a good idea for, for a group costume, and I shared this with a friend the other day, and, and I'm always hesitant to share these ideas because I don't want someone to steal sure, their ideas. Yeah. But, dude, in reality, I'm never going to do yeah, this. Right, right, right. So I'm going to share this idea, and I think this would be great for a group of guys, a group of buddies to go out as uh, a series of Patrick Swayze movie characters. Oh, I love that. Because cool. you yes. could be Bodie, yeah. you could be Dalton, you could be Johnny from uh, Dirty Dancing. Yep. You could you could pick like four or five of these iconic Julie Newmar. You could do that too. Uh, you could yeah, you, yeah. you could do that from Tu Wong Fu. Exactly. Yeah. There's at least five or six of them, and you could get a bunch of guys together and be those characters. Bodie would be easy. You can bring a surfboard, or you can do the the uh, uh, the mask. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I saw? President's mask, and then obviously Dalton. Uh, you know, you could make him a badass. A collection of guys did one that's really great. Preston. It's the classic. You know, primitive man to standing. Yeah. You know that diagram. That's Good idea. Yeah, and they did it as that. But the people have to stay hunched over, have the, <laughs> the toughest part. I saw one that I thought was fantastic, and I don't know. It's, it's probably been done before, but it's the first time I saw it. The guy was a uh, um, a, uh, a porta pot. So from about um, knees up, it's a porta pot. And when you open the door, it's him with artificial legs sitting on the toilet. Oh, that's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was brilliant. That's I excellent. saw a really cute one of uh, somebody dressed as Elton John, but it's from, a, I guess, an album cover where he's laying on top of the piano. Okay. And so it's it's his body, and he's he's standing, and then you know the the piano is uh, you know underneath of him, right? And uh, it's got like fake legs that are stretched out, oh, stretch cool. out on the piano. I love it when people yeah. do that. Right, it yeah. looks great. Have you seen the one? And I see it pop up now. Um, it's very recent. Oh, we're looking at a picture of it. I think we're talking. About. It looks that's great. Excellent. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Phenomenal. Oh my god! <laughs> so this woman is obviously a, a top level makeup artist. But what she did is she um, was able to make it look as if her throat had been cut and her head was floating above. So you could see oh, wow. what appears to be the gap. Okay. She has long black hair, okay. and then the sides are painted black, and the illusion is amazing. And some people can pull it off wonderfully. Wow. All right, well, listen, don't get arrested. No. Have fun. Uh, dress awesome, but uh, be careful and don't end up in a holding tank dressed as a, you know, a hot dog or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a second. Some bizarre file stories for you when we return. And uh, we're playing nothing but cover songs this morning. It's our musical mask on MMR. We'll be right back. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. We'll begin with this. Uh, You hear stories about this type of thing happening every now and then, but authorities are looking for the person whose donation to a Wisconsin Goodwill last week included ammunition and a live explosive device kicking off a bomb scare. The evacuation for the entire area. Is this guy dressed like a zombie? Employees at the thrift store made the startling discovery while inventorying donated items, prompting the evacuation of an entire city block for more than two and a half hours while authorities investigated. The bomb squad was dispatched to the scene and collected the explosive device identified by police as a, quote, cluster bomblet. <laughs> Honey, I'm not using this bomb. Should I bring it to Goodwill? It's to be safely destroyed. No one was hurt in the incident, but cops are now searching for the mystery donor of the highly dangerous item. <laughs> in a on. statement, the police department urged residents who have, quote, old military, military ordinance to contact it to ensure the device can be properly disposed of. <laughs> now, just <clears throat> drop it off at Goodwill. Yeah. Somebody could use this. You go to the thrift shop and pick up a missile? You know, they got this stuff yeah. for everybody. How are you, your munitions today? Although the agent size of the cluster bomblet found at the Goodwill location was not immediately known, the use, transfer, production, and stockpiling of cluster munitions have been banned worldwide (laughs) since 2010 when the United Nations Convention on Cluster Munitions went into effect. Yeah, you got any thermonuclear devices there? Goodwill employees weren't the only ones to unexpectedly find themselves face-to-face with live explosive device in recent days. Earlier this month, a pair of fishermen in Scotland unknowingly reeled in a live World War II era grenade from the Union Canal as well. I love the name Bomblet. Sounds yeah. like something a Visco girl would, you know. <laughs> my bomblet. A lewd Halloween display in Lakewood, Washington is upsetting some parents in a nearby elementary school. The decorations feature skeletons in inappropriate positions. Yeah. While the homeowner refuses to take the boning bones down, the school has put up a privacy fencing so students can't see the display from their school. And the interesting thing is the owner, the homeowner has made one change and they've added a sign displayed out front that says, Dear Karen, challenge accepted. Next year, try polite. Ah. So I think someone had made a comment to this person probably rudely. Right, uh-huh. right. And instead of changing things, they took it to the next level. So uh, several other displays have caused upset nationwide, like a stripper skeleton in Utah City and a beheaded savior in New Orleans. There's always a bunch of these. Yeah. And sometimes they're really creative. I agree. I agree. Uh, Sheriff's Office is investigating the death of a heavily armed man found dead Saturday morning at the Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park in Glenwood Springs. This is an amusement park. Uh, Authorities have not named the suspect, but a statement issued Monday uh, afternoon identified him as a 22-year-old man. It appears that the man broke into the caverns uh, after hours and was not directly tied to the park. Uh, The police said he was dressed in black, colored, tactical clothing, bearing patches and emblems that gave the appearance of being associated with the law enforcement. 
enforcement. Uh, the suspect had been heavily armed with a semi-automatic rifle and semi-automatic handgun and multiple loaded magazines for both weapons. He was wearing body armor and what appeared to be a ballistic helmet. Improvised explosives were also found in the man's body and wow. in his vehicle, which was left outside of the park's entrance. The bomb squad successfully disarmed the bombs and swept the park for hidden devices. Uh, the suspect could have implemented an attack of devastating proportions in the park. So they think that he was trying for a mass shooting. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently he took his own life. Huh. So... Uh, well, that's the way to do that's it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. If, yeah. Rather than taking out a whole bunch of people and then doing that. Yeah. Prior to announcing the weapons discovery, authorities also searched the man's home. They have not announced what was found there, but confirmed there is currently no threat to the public. The amusement there's a lot of Beanie Babies pressing. The amusement park is closed indefinitely as the investigation continues. Pretty wild, man. That oh, could have th- been bad. So this is the place that had the haunted mind drop that uh, you'd reported on that years ago. Uh, um, that, that, you know, where they... Uh, um, do you know what I'm talking about? It, well, I remember those... somebody died in an accident at a place that was kind of out in Colorado. I don't know if this is the same. Is this the same place you're talking it, about? If not, it looks very similar. Yeah, there might yeah. be some different outdoor parks oh, right, right. out in the West like this, but I'm not sure. Uh, in England, uh, so this is a different, you know, the, we had the uh, the story about the, um, um, the Goodwill store. Right. But this is a charity-run thrift store in Wales, England, and is asking supporters to stop donating their used and unused sex toys to them, please. Oh, my gosh. We're coming in on the love side now. The Bernardo's store in Swansea, which supports the Bernardo's children's charity, issued a statement asking donors to be careful what they bring into the store. Uh, (laughs) The statement read, could those of you who kindly donate, please be mindful that we are a children's charity and as such, we have a range of ages on our wonderful volunteers tier team. We therefore ask that you refrain from donating your used and unused marital aids. We would like to... I wish he's dilled those off in the sink. They're okay. Uh, we would like to remind you that the branch has video cameras so that uh, these items can be traced back to their owners. Thank you. It, it's fascinating what people think they can bring. Well, obviously from bombs to yeah. dildos. A representative for the charity store said that uh, the statement came after some recent inappropriate donations. Uh, the spokesperson said, we're always hugely appreciative of donations from the community, but it's fair to say that these items aren't quite the sorts of toys that we are God. looking for. I got out my game. I'm boring. I bring shoes and like coats and stuff. Yeah. All right. And then we'll do one more story and wrap it up. Let's end with this one. Uh, in China, a woman in her 40s was brought to court for causing a scene at a cafe just because she received the wrong drink. Uh, they sentenced her to three months in prison for obstruction of a business. Now, in the story, the uh, people are uh, uh, notified as A, B, and C. So they okay. didn't use any of their names. So it says that A was charged with verbally abusing the ass- and assaulting employee B at a cafe. A is known to have hurled abuses at B, saying things like, open your eyes. Can't you understand what I'm saying? Mm. I know a lot of scary guys. I know a lot of scary guys. In addition, A caused a scene for about 10 minutes pulling down B's mask and entering uh, the drink preparation area without permission. Hey! And the rampage did not end there. She was also charged 
with assault and insult for biting the calf of police officer C, who, resp- who responded to the report and kicking him. So that C bit the calf of C. Yeah. A reason A, the reason A caused a scene at the cafe was revealed during the police investigation. The kiosk malfunctioned and she received a different drink from the one she ordered, which led to an incident of her biting a cop in the calf. This doesn't give C carte blanche to bite someone's calf. No. Uh, she was sentenced to one to uh, one month to six years. Uh, wait, um, one year and six months in prison and three years of probation. How long is that in letters? Don't really know. All right, and there you go. That is all I have in the Bizarre File for now. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, our buddy Paul Mercurio is going to be stopping by yeah. in a little while. We'll spend some time chatting with him, and we'll get into other Halloween discussions on this morning and nothing but cover songs as we pull on our musical mask on the Preston and Steve Show this morning. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve's 26th annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance. Starting November 13th. Inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Live from the Beanbow Bakeries USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, we'd love to see you. So stop out with your donations and say hey. There are daily individual donor prizes plus some cool Camp Out swag too. And grab a free cup of morning coffee thanks to Duncan. Donate with our volunteers. Equipped by Stoffer Glove and Safety. And the General Building Contractors Association. Or make a cash donation on site at the Acme Markets Tent or at the register of your local Acme store. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Made possible by IMS Technology Services. A clear alternative water supply. Worth USA. Shapiro Fire Protection. Sling Max Rigging Solutions. And MJ Corp Screen Printing and Sign Shop. So our next guest, we're so happy, is here this morning. And he's got a couple of gigs that he's promoting. One coming up on Saturday, November 11th. And uh, this sounds really, it's a cool concept. It's called Permission to Speak. And we're going to ask ask him about it. Uh, it's at the Pollock Theater at Monmouth University. Uh, but then back in town in the area at the Sellersville Theater on February 2nd for a stand-up show. Please welcome Paul Mercurio. Hey! hey. What's program. going on? How you doing, man? I'm good. It's great to see you guys again. You know, the Tubular well. Bells is appropriate because it's the Exorcist, which is Georgetown, which is where you went to school. I did. I went to, I went to law Talk school Talk about there. these six degrees. Of- <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then we'd spend a lot of time in Philly, down in D.C., and up in New York and it's nice to be here. Last time I heard, I think there was like a audit. Some yeah, sometimes oh, you yeah. have well, like fans in the studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. You you flew in. Well, you you did like the classic Tonight Show. We we're talking before you came on. And you just kind of ducked in. You were down with uh, with uh, John DeBella, yeah. and you, you ducked into. And say then hi. I did the. I can't stay. I'm shooting a thing with uh, with uh, Tony yeah, Blake. With, <laughs> I'm gonna, doing Beretta. I'm doing Beretta. <laughs> I saw a repeat of Johnny Carson with Beretta when like he, he, uh, Robert, he was out of his mind. He, oh yeah, and you could. T- Tell them, yeah, yeah. The, the, but the, there was this mystique about him. Like this guy shoots from the hip. He comes out. It's se- it's seventy eight or something. Because John, you could tell the dates just by Johnny's pet lapels. Like how wide they were. It's true. It's true. They're literally like sheets on yeah, thing. Yeah. And and Blake's got his hair out there. And, he goes, and it was always these like non sequitur. Johnny, when you go to the thing and the doctor says if you got two ducks, you don't know what you're doing. And Johnny's like, what? And, jo- and, and, and it was all like that stuff. And yeah. then Johnny at one point goes, uh, you couldn't dress for the. Thing. They go to commercial.
until they come back. Johnny takes on the role of Blake. Blake sits in Johnny's chair. Oh, that's hilarious. Johnny messes up his hair, takes his shirt, like, almost completely off. Cigarette starts burping. It was the best. It was the absolute wow. best. I yeah. love that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, you, don't, you, don't, you don't see that sort of, it's, um, you it's know, really great. off-the-cuff stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, that's cool. Well, it's good to have you back. It seems like forever. Yeah. And Preston was mentioning this Here show. It is. Oh, Preston, it's up Are on we me. watching the, oh my God, we're watching the Johnny Carson episode <laughs> that he like, was just referring to. Burt Reynolds was one of the. That's the, hilarious. How did you guys get that so oh, fast? Really good, good like that. You're amazing. <laughs> They're all smoking, by the way. They're all smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Uh, uh, oh, it's the classic. best. And he's just burping and, and farting and <laughs> that's, that's That's what television yeah. was. But <laughs> I wanted to bring up the show. Preston was talking about yeah. this show, which is a very cool concept. Yeah. Uh, why don't you explain permission to speak? speak because I love this. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> You're too bossy. I, I got up You're no Robert Blake. Blake. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's bossy. Nick just shut down. He yeah. doesn't even nah. like... Um, oh, by the way, I brought you guys gifts from the Late Show. Did you? Oh, oh, yay. oh I thought you baked little, us stuff. Little, no, well, uh, I did. Little oh, the Late Show shirts and hats. Yeah, that's very nice. Um, that's my wife's favorite, by the way. What's uh, that? The, 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 the Late Show is Stephen Colbert. He right. loves there you go. Colbert. Yeah, I got to be right. honest. Uh, these are irregulars. They got holes. Does she have three arms or anything? Yeah, fine. <laughs> this brim, if you pull on it, will rip off. Uh, By the way, all the um, money goes to Stephen's drinking habit. So. <laughs> Welcome back to work. I'm sure that that was a strange, long uh, period of time where you guys couldn't really write nor do the job. Either. Yeah, it was weird. You know, it was. It came. The strike happened just at the right time because Stephen was due to go into rehab right around May. <laughs> oh, good. So, okay. so it's every fifth month. No, uh, it was just weird. And then you know, you came out of COVID, and then we were back. Right back. Yeah. And the, that's that's to me is. Such a confounding thing. It was like, and then I think you know, and you, and it was so funny because like I, the first week it was like, okay, we're gonna have these. We have like two hundred fifty people on the staff, yeah. right? So we'd have these big Zoom meetings. We're gonna have a two hundred fifty. Uh, we'll meet this week, and maybe by next week it'll be over. So we're gonna have a weekly meeting. So by the second weekly meeting, we're like, yeah, we're gonna change these to a monthly meeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's too much. And then it was like, now nah, you're every couple of months, and then, and then yeah, and it was and he got COVID too, right? He got COVID yeah. uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, He's a pussy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, can I say that? Sorry. Yeah, you can yeah. say that. Okay. I'm sorry. You can tell If it's true. I mean, I, well, you know. He's in rehab. He won't know. He doesn't know. It's what, <laughs> let's see. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, pills. <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday, rum. Uh, I did. I, when he got it, I texted him. I go, "You got COVID again?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "That's so 2020." <laughs> I go, "You're a loser." <laughs> so yeah, so uh, he we got a call on a Monday. Uh, don't tell anyone. Uh, the press doesn't know yet. Stephen has COVID. We don't know what we're doing. Right. Uh, so then it's like, uh, wait, wait, wait. We were doing a Zoom show that day, and then the rest of the week because I'm too tired, I couldn't do it. So we did a whole regu- set of regular shows right but but nobody was happier that the strike was over than my family because <laughs> i was home for five months a lot like i wasn't turned a lot it was bad it I, was like the, the conversation with my wife got to why do you chew so loud <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's the I'm sign like, i'm chewing almonds like so i'm in my house in the closet chewing almonds <laughs> even my dog finds me annoying yeah i am not making this up our dog daisy when i would walk into the room she looks at me gives me a dirty look and walks into the other room <laughs> you yeah and then if i go into that room that she just went in she looks at me like really i just got comfortable in here. yeah <laughs> this is your room i'm there right and what 
what pisses me off about this is like we save that dog. We 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 adopt. Yeah, right. Rescue. Good right? for you. Yeah. And I think they should have a lemon law when you adopt <laughs> because it turns out that this dog has a weak sphincter. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. So the, the least little stress, and she's like squirting all over the place. Now I'm not putting a dog up on a lift and going in there and poking around and right. looking. So what do I know that it's got a weak sphincter? But nobody told me. Right. So we discovered it. Now I have to have pills like <laughs> twice a day, and you can't. I can't raise my voice, which I'm Italian. That's like impossible. <laughs> Right. And so she's like a lot, like a little bit of this, like oh, wherever she lays, it's like, it looks like an assisted living facility in my house. It's like wee pads everywhere. That's oh, all it is. And so, it smells like desitant. That's it. It's like yeah. e- urine or everything. A <laughs> uh, little bit of everything. But now we got the, we got it under control. Wow, man. Yeah. And there's like six different places to sit and they're all daisies. And I'm like nowhere to so sit. So you, uh, you're home or in a, a condo, apartment? Where are you living? Uh, an apartment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, and, and the, obviously you're in the city. Take around the city yeah. and, the thing and whatever and so yeah so it was like it was like I, I was losing my mind i was doing stuff around the house like i started i needed something on amazon this is when i realized like i had to get out of the house i started tracking screws that i ordered on amazon <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally going like why are my screws in st louis this is crazy <laughs> you call this america like, i was losing my mind <laughs> do you look because they will give you um actually preston's sun drives for amazon uh-huh. and and they will show um they when you're tracking a package, you're a third in the like they'll give you right down to oh really yeah where so you're on the queue if, if you yeah. yeah where you are in the queue you can go that deep into the process and yeah. it's better to not pay attention because once you know where <laughs> you are know. you start the hand wringing and like I got to make sure I got to make sure I'm looking I'm looking <laughs> yeah. it's funny I don't get the the numbers as where I am in the queue I just got a middle finger back that's what I got <laughs> <Have> to <laughs> deal with it <laughs> do you get do you get packages delivered to the house or do you have to take them down? no we got to go uh, to the, the apartment the apartment yeah, and they get left out there yeah and um and so yeah so it was it's nice to be back and now and then the COVID thing happened with him and then we're back and now we're back doing regular shows and everything but we can't have actors on because of the sex right which which is a, a bit of an issue but yeah. but so you're, you're doing this show permission to speak so yes. so this is a theater show uh it's not a stand-up show it's a theater show uh it's directed by frank oz uh which wow. is effing huge oh, yeah frank oz i'm a big deal yeah <laughs> i brought you a regular swag you yeah. did you did you know <laughs> oh i got Yoda. you a stephen colbert peach pit too oh. uh he spit it out two days ago <laughs> I put it in a Ziploc bag. For it's it's, I it's I very Elvis. I got up at five in the morning. I don't know where I am. Are those real flowers or are those all fake? No, yeah, those are fake. Those no. are my dried. Oh, why are they florals. just in front of you? Don't does anybody else? Because get there used to be a monitor there, and uh, I, for whatever reason, they took it away. They didn't like that it was there, um, and so it opened up like all the wires and stuff. So and I you just, don't want to look at it. I made it pretty. It's too steampunk. So yes, Frank Oz, voice of Yoda. When he talks to you, he's got this very imposing voice. It's pretty crazy. And uh, directed all these great movies and stuff and created The Muppets with Jim Henson. So, um, and we have a set designed by Jim Fenhagen, who's a set designer for The Late Show. And it's got like 23 Emmy Awards. So it was basically born out of my stand-up where I like to talk to audiences. And I was getting these amazing stories from people. And then some uh, Broadway producers saw me doing this in New York. And they came up to me one day, this is after The Late Show. And they said, well, how did that all work out? Were those people plants? So I'm like, no. They go, well, how do you make that I go I don't know I just talk to people I think everybody has a story and if they feel like you're not going to compromise them they'll tell you stuff right yeah, right and and I do think people because of social media are comfortable being out like you know in front of the world 
and this is a kind of a form of it in a way. Cause- I, I agree, but I also think at one level, and I think this is what, if I'm getting the, the gist of your show correctly, is is that it also throws up this uh, this barrier that keeps you also from. Oh, I'm going to be candid, but I'm, f you, I'm, I'm not connecting. You know, uh, there's a shell right. between me. And then when you actually look at a person and hear them tell their story, right. Oh, that dissolves. Yeah. So when it, so it when doesn't it, become. Yeah, it, it turned into this really cool thing. And the best stuff, you know, you guys could sit in a room all day and try to write bits, but the organic stuff is the best stuff. So this has just happened organically. So we did the show. And basically, the premise of the show is we're disconnected, we're nameless and faceless. If we talk, we share stories, we realize we have more in common than we think. Yeah. And we connect, then maybe we're not so divisive. It's not a political show, and it's right. not a big, heavy theme show. It's really comedy. But the cool thing is, like, after the show, People were going up to each other and talking to each other about what they had just heard. It's like, hey, uh, I love that. yeah, you're from Philly. I'm from Philly. Uh, you, you, your son works for Amazon. My son works for UPS. Like they start to make these connections naturally, and and just it, and so and then the stories I've been getting have been just absolutely insane. Well, Frank Oz directed this thing called In and of Itself by Derek uh, Delgadio, yeah, and uh, it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. We talked about it on the show. We talked to Derek on the show, yeah, uh, and the way that Frank Oz. Uh, Oz brought like a, a vision to that, I guess comedy special, but not really comedy. No. Like it, it, mo- it was kind of similar to what you're talking about, Paul. Yeah. It's like just people talking and sharing stories, connecting. Yeah, connecting, yeah. Well, Derek's a hack. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I was loser. That's what I meant. My no, question wait. is: Is Derek a hack? No. So what Frank does is he's he's a he's all about the substance of what you're doing and what you're saying right like so we have a rule like a 70 30 rule like i never try to push for the jokes the joke if i try to push for the jokes that i'm thinking about my joke and i'm not listening to what you're saying to me and then you said something amazing to push by and which is tough right it's tough especially if you're a comic yeah but once you settle in and you just peel back the onion ask the second the third and the fourth question you get to gold. So this is kind of an extension of, of crowd work, but done yeah, but it's done not, in a but much it's, but more yeah. evolved way. Yeah, I don't use the term crowd work only yeah. because people think, well, it's like I'm just doing some insults right. stuff or setting this stuff. This is a whole other plane. But Nick, you make a good point about in and of itself. It's a brilliant show, but they worked for a long a time on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for two guys that are just like walking through it. Uh, <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> hey, anybody could talk backwards, old man, okay? <laughs> By the way, I got such an intimidating phone call one day. I had done the show. like yeah. Now we're doing the show in New York. And I got a call from Frank. And I'm about to go onto the stage at the Late Show. Paul, it's Frank. I'm like, yeah. He goes, um, what were you doing last night at your show? I'm like, oh, God. Like, yeah. This is how yeah. he talks. It's like now it's your dad talking. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, uh, what? He goes, you were pushing way too hard. Uh, you weren't letting the jokes just come. And I'm like, Frank, I got to go on stage. I can't. And it was like I'm getting yelled at by wow. Yoda yeah. and Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy all at the same yeah. time. And, and you're, you, But he's right. He was absolutely right. You okay. have to listen so to Frank every, So right yeah. now we're putting, we have a, a screen. So, so what we do is when people come into the theater, Theater, we take their picture in the lobby. We don't tell them why. And we have the digital mapping company that does the digital mapping for the late show, which basically can put throw video onto anything or stills or whatever. So on my cue on stage, there are boxes because the theme of the show, the Jim Fenhagen, the set designer said, feels like you unbox people. They come out of their boxes. So we had all these boxes. Right. And then at my cue, people's pictures in the audience that night come up on the stage and they're part of the show, literally. Wow. But it's digitally mapped. So now we have a three, we're doing this in 3D with this really 
huge, huge screen with rear projection. And we're putting, you have animation by J.J. Settlemeyer, who did Beavis and Butthead and SLTV Funhouse. And we're, and we're, um, <clears throat> and so now we're setting the music to it. And in working with Frank, it's always like, why? There always has to be a reason for something, and it has to be tied into the theme of the show, which is about humanity for him. He loves the show because he feels like we really need it right now because yeah. things are so crazy. He's right. And there's a humanity to it. And so these connections and these stories. And we've got some clips or whatever, but like we could, we could but, yeah, they're, they're just, but like the stories have been like, uh, you sit there and go, you couldn't write it. Or if you wrote it, they wouldn't believe that it was real. That's you know? it. The, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we have a couple of clips here. This yeah. one is oh, concerning yeah. coming out, uh, which I can play if you want. Yeah. Um, okay. This guy was great. We, you know, a uh, young uh, gay gentleman w- with his parents. I like to bring multiple people up and I happen to bring his parents up and we were just talking about I'm, I, I'm always amazed that people who are gay have to hide that it's such gotta be such yes, a hard yeah. thing so I just asked him about what it was like to come out and all that okay I was a pretty gay little boy <laughs> came out to my mom when I was 16 the first thing she said was why are you telling me at 1030 at night <laughs> <laughs> and then it went on from there, you know. And the father said, yeah, I had no idea my whole life that he was gay until he came out. And you look at the guy and you go, how did you not see <laughs> right, that? Right. Really? Yeah. What, what, what closet that, were you living in, right? That's a human thing. That's like yeah, some right. people see it and some people don't. And, and, and but, but when you uh, when it's kind of in the light a little bit, it's like, oh, OK. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And and people were really cool about it. And um and that went on for like 10 or 15 minutes. And so the stories just kind of come out of these people because there's always something, you know. Yeah. And, and, and you'll spend a little time, let them expand on these stories. Yeah. And, 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 let discuss them heal, and, and, you know, like, like that mother reaction of why are you telling me at 1030 at night was like, like, you wouldn't write that. You wouldn't even think that a mother, like if we were writing a scene, she'd be like, you know, you know, whatever. And then, of course, she was supportive. I think she already knew, obviously. Right? Yeah. So it's like. Paul, I said, I don't, I don't ever, I mean, there's been a lot of avant-garde theater and there's been, I don't ever remember something like this where you're literally, where you're literally turning over the content. You're, you're sort of curating it, but, but yeah. To the audience. Well, I'm very lazy. And uh, <laughs> if I can just pass the buck to somebody just, else. Not <laughs> have to put in too much effort. Yeah. This next clip is laid, labeled uh, high maintenance. High maintenance. Uh, yeah, and then there's one. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, let's yeah. do this one. And then there's okay. the one about poetry. Yeah, okay. this All is right. high maintenance. Two friends talking. All right. Would you go out with me? What? <laughs> Are you high maintenance in a relationship? Are you difficult? Do not lie. <laughs> Her standards are very high. I understand that it's good to have standards. Like, if I see a red flag, and it may not be a permanent red flag, it could just be a little something, I don't think that I should stick around for it. Like, fix it, or I'm out. Yeah, you're going to be alone the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be weird, so you... You're, you know, you're kind of pulling the pin on a hand grenade. Everyone, every time yeah. someone steps up, well, that's up. what I like about it. So, yeah. like, I, I don't know who I'm picking. I'm just picking them because I'm picking them. Right. But everybody really, it's so cliche. But really, if you're over the age of six, you got a story. I think the worst thing would be to get like a, the the dynamic that the real world fell into after a while. Like people, you know, you don't want people who are, I'm, I'm gonna wow them. That's you exactly just want, right. right. That's the only time if somebody's on. Mm. That's like I gotta run it. I gotta right. I, let me let me steer the ship. We'll get there. Yeah. But if someone's trying to like, I had a guy on who was great. Uh, in the beginning, he was annoying because he was a manager for he was a manager for Pat Cooper and and Jackie Mason. I'm like, oh, this guy's cool. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to talk. And 
he just started with one-liners and he wouldn't stop. Right. And he had a, and it was an older guy with a diamond uh, <laughs> nose ring, like nothing worked. So I ripped the nose ring out. And I'm like, is that funny to you, buddy? Is that funny? Uh, <laughs> Kitty cat. <laughs> okay. You're 72. Take the nose ring out. Uh, so... I had to let him get it out of his system. Yeah. The crowd was turning on him. The crowd was like, he tell him another joke. The crowd would be like, oh, come on. I'm like, yeah, listen, yeah. this is the guy's story. The guy's yeah. story is he's worked with comedians his whole life. He probably deep down wants to be a comedian. And this is his moment. And once we get it out of his system, then he had some great stories. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Here's one concerning polio. Yeah. All right, here we go. Travis, Travis how are you? What, yeah. what do we got here? What's the issue? Polio. Oh, yeah? Is it- My kids are younger. I would go to the school place. Obviously, kids would be like, yeah. hey, is that your dad? Is he RoboCop? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I would tell the kids, hey, I'm from Vietnam. That's how I got hurt. They were like, really? You were in Vietnam? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I, it was a joke. But my daughter's 18 now. And a few months ago, she was like, Daddy, were you really in Vietnam? I was like, oh, I forgot. I told that. <laughs> when I told everybody that, you were like six. I just never, I never fixed it. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's awesome. So I, I would think wow. that, that as you're going along uh, in these initial stages, um, it, um, are you getting people now that that understand the 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 conceit a little bit more and the comfortability? Uh, I assume in the beginning stages, it was trying to get them to come out of the shell a little bit was more difficult. Do you are people sort of approaching it as a confessional now? Uh, um, if they're know, aware funny, of the show, it's funny. as one guy described it as group, a giant group therapy set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just trying to make it feel like we're hanging out in somebody's basement and we're all having drinks and telling stories. Right? It just happens to be a stage or whatever. But like. We have had people coming back to multiple shows because every show is different. I tell some stories myself in the show because Frank, my director, said, you know, you got to have some skin in the game. Yeah. And then we do a thing called a flip where I let anybody come on stage and just ask me any questions they want. And they bust my chops. It's hilarious. It's so fun. So uh, as people got... To more familiar with the show, they got more comfortable with it. But there were always people coming to the show going, oh, I didn't know that. I just knew that I knew you. Or I knew your right. stand-up. I didn't think it was stand-up. I didn't know what it was going to be. And this was so cool. But then you just have people come up. You know, like I had this guy come up. He goes, you want a story? <laughs> guy from Brooklyn. I got a story for you. <laughs> like maybe 56-year-old guy. Like I go, uh, you seem upset. He goes, nah, you know, it's all right now. But I got a story for you. He goes, my wife left me for a fat priest in Liechtenstein. <laughs> 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 And all I said was, look, you can't do jokes up here. Because it sounded yeah, like yeah, a guy yeah, walks yeah, into yeah. a bar. He goes, oh, no, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I go, all right. Now, at this point, everybody's like, what the F? And yeah. they're all leaning in like, wow. So he goes, yeah, so my wife, uh, her mother died. She lives in Lichtenstein. So we go to Lichtenstein. We have the whole service or whatever. And he's talking like this, right? But he's like, he's bouncing around like one of these guys. Like yeah. he's got a live snake in his pants, you know, one of these guys. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and I go, he goes, uh, so, you know, we have the service and whatever. And there's a priest, you know. Know, just a fat priest. He hates the guy. He just call, keeps calling him fat, calling him like a fat F, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I go, he goes, uh, so, you know, then I leave because uh, the wife has to stay to settle the estate or whatever, and she stays. And one thing leads to another. I, uh, the priest starts hitting on my wife. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he's like really hitting on her, and then they start up an affair. Now, here's the thing. My wife likes to work out, right? This guy's a fat F, right? <laughs> he starts hiking with my wife so he can get in her pants, right? So the guy gets in his pants, and her pants, and he loses 30 pounds. The guy skinnier because of me and he's banging my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the place, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't 
couldn't write that. Uh, wow. You should have showrunners just come sit in the audience for potential sitcom ideas. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah we, I mean, it's like, it's exactly right. So it's just been this sort of like, like, like the polio was cr- cr- like, you know, because I had never met anybody with polos. Like, yeah. polio is a 35, 36 year old guy. Right. right. And I'm so, I'm just asking questions that come to me that, like, you know, you would ask or you would, like, how do you explain to your little kid, like, why you have these crutches all the time? Right. And then he, he told that whole story. Yeah. Gen- oh, genuine great. curiosity. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, Paul Mercurio is here. Uh, and the show is called Permission to Speak. There's a couple of shows he's promoting. This is going to be at Pollock Theater at Mammoth University. Yeah. And that's also going to be at Sellersville, too. Okay. You're doing the same this show. At yeah. Sellersville. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Well, yeah. And is that uh, February second? Yeah. All right, excellent. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned it like a like a big group therapy session. Uh, it's kind of what we have here. Um, we yeah. sit and we talk about our lives, and we invite people to call in and talk about their lives. Yeah. And uh, albeit we'll set a theme usually right. about whatever it is we're speaking of, but we end up. Um, being able to share all this kind of stuff with each other and it feels so good to get it out or to hear back from somebody else that either they have something similar or even more intense going yeah. on yeah. in their lives um, that it's a, that it is a, a therapeutic exercise. I do think that there's sort of a commonality like I'm, look if you're extreme right and I'm extreme left <clears throat> I'm never going to change your views or get you to see mine but and now we've become devils. Like, I've been talking about my stand-up. Can I just be the guy in the middle? Mm-hmm. Can I be the guy that kind of believes in a little bit of what you believe in, but I'm not the devil to you because I'm not 100% on your side, and a little bit of what you believe in on this side, but I'm not 100%. Because the, the vast majority is there. Well, they That's have, where they're, the, they're in the middle. On the premise, right, they yeah. applaud. It's yeah. the only applause I get for my whole show for an hour. But they <laughs> applaud on the, you know what I mean? So you guys are exactly yeah. right. And I found with the show, it's like... People just kind of leave going, oh, wow, you know, everybody's as screwed up as I am. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's footage from a while ago. This, this, this is when trolling first was being used in the vernacular, the, the phrase for, you know, the, the Internet uh, assassin. And they, they got this guy who was just chronically trolling people and saying the most horrific things online. They hunted him down and then they confronted him. And, and some suddenly now when it's... Yeah, face to face. You're there's a person there. Maybe they have. They maybe they. You know, there's a story there that you're never taking into consideration, right. Right. and it it frames it. You yeah, know, and it, it changes the whole thing. So, a lot, that's the problem. Is there are a lot of cynical people who want to play us against each other? Yeah. For, for this stuff, right. and it shouldn't be the case. You should uh, looking for that. That story. I, well, I talk about a story about a guy. I thought I hated his guts in, in my neighborhood and he hated my guts. And we had a little altercation with our dogs. Right. And then I later found out during that time, his wife is dying of cancer. And I'm like, I needed to know that. You're right. You exactly. know, and that's that's a big thing. And we were talking about just before we went on the air about retirement and, uh, you know, uh, you, you, had, you knew somebody that. Yeah, we're talking about Debella. And, and yeah. so, and yeah. and uh, and, and uh, boy, is he annoying! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing now, John? You're retired. Don't play golf. I don't like to golf. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then make pasta. You're Italian. <laughs> Wax your mustache again. It's seven. It's been three minutes. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna hear. I no, say. He's gonna, he, I'm gonna get a call. And he's like, gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said it. <laughs> I think John is brilliant. There, I had. I got it out there. Yeah. I, so now, I no. So you know, like. 
we were talking about, so like the commonality that we right, have, right? Yeah. So my mom is 95. Right, and my dad's 95. Okay, yeah. and so she had a furniture business for 63 years that she ran, and she started in 1962 or whatever with two little kids, a high school education when women of that generation didn't go to work, let alone start, very, start a business. Very progressive, right? Right. But a pain in the ass, you know, and like won't change. And it got to the point where it was like time to close the store. And... So she's 95, and we talked about She has nothing else except that store. Right. I go, well, she's mad. She's retired. She wants to open another store somewhere at 95. <laughs> oh yeah. I go, no, that's not going to happen. She goes, no, we, no, it's not going to happen. We're going to go do, you're going to be a normal person. Now you're going to do things. Like, well, well, we'll take you to the senior center. She goes, I'm not going there. <laughs> Those people are old. <laughs> I'm like, you're old. You're 95. What are you going to go skydiving with Taylor Swift? You're old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, my dad, we just uh, moved him into a uh, an independent living facility. Oh, she will not not go there. And all he talks about is how old all Everybody. the other people are. And I'm like, uh-huh. Dad, you're as old or if not older. <laughs> I, but I don't have a heart to really sell it. It's like a phenomenon, that. though, because my dad, my dad, we I drive along with my dad, and my dad is super sharp, incredibly sharp and in, in, in good shape, but he's 95. Thing, you know, and I, But for, for the past 15, 20 years, if I'd get in the car with him, he'd be driving behind someone who's going slow, who is a good 30 years younger, and he'd go, look at this old F. <laughs> look at this old F. And I'm like, Dad, you're, you've got decades no, on this. Yeah. Let, let them out. Let yeah. just, it's a, yeah. That's I, I what know, keeps I them know. young and moving and going. They think that everybody else it's is older. True, though. It's true, though. Like, point it's, is right. It's, like, it's exactly right. Yeah. And what I said to my mother is you, I kept telling her, like, have some other interests, because when the store goes away, but the store was a social point of her life. She had customers is coming for 40 years but it got to the point she got well, i don't know why i don't have to why do i have to i go you want to know why how about this how about this she can't hear first of all right she won't buy anything so she goes through garbage and she gets broken stuff and she has her friend mario fix it she said people leaving the garbage said, Gar- anybody listen they're garbage pickers in the family she's okay like, like yeah she's yeah, like yeah. a white italian sanford and son and <laughs> she found the hearing aid and it whistles like all the time it's like it's like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. one of those, right? Yeah. You know, you take her for a walk, packs of dogs are following you all of a sudden. It's like, <laughs> so because she can't hear and she's very forgetful, she locked people in the store. Oh my God. She customers. Was, she locked customers in the store. <laughs> Maybe that's why you have to retire. I, go, I am not making this up. I go there one day, yes. the door's locked, right? Oh. Now it's a commercial building, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's got a key like, yeah. and a big glass door. Uh. So the door's locked. There's a woman in the store, but there's no broken glass. I'm right. like, what is this, a David Copperfield act? Like, what's going on? I go in the store. I go, man, what happened? She goes, oh, well, uh, I was looking around. Um, I turned to ask your mother a question. I couldn't get out. <laughs> I, I said, how long have you been here? She goes, four hours. Oh, what? I, I go, what have you been doing? She goes, she was really funny. She goes, well, I browsed a lot. <laughs> she goes, I took a nap on that sofa. And she goes, is your name Paul? I go, yeah. She goes, well, I hope you don't mind. The phone rang and I took messages. She took messages for me. <laughs> I don't care how old you are, how much you've accomplished. You're always the child in that dynamic with the parent, right? It so this is matter. what I say, right? Yeah, it, just, it doesn't right? matter. I say this to my mom. I go, Mom, you can't. I'm like, Mom, you can't lock people in a store. <laughs> She says, I don't know what you're yelling me about. The woman like that sofa she took a nap on, she's going to buy it. I made a sale and I wasn't even in the store. (laughs) Wow. And you can't like, like, so so now just imagine uh, someone who doesn't have a business, just, 
Just imagine like unraveling somebody's life who's 95, right? And all the stuff. My mother's a hoarder yeah, on yeah. some level. Like, you know, if you want to see a 1972 New York Times magazine, come to my mother's house. <laughs> There's salami from 1968. Yep. Is, she, is, she, is, she, is she on the precipice of hoarding? Because, or is she just... Uh, just in, 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 not in, officially... In fun jesting. In yeah, jesting. Yeah. No, yeah. she does. So she's... And so... But the store, then the store was the right. same way. We okay. had to close the store. There were like magazines, this, this, and that, catalogs. Okay. So... Again, child, parent, right? I'm throwing stuff out one day. My brothers are trying to get, just get through it. Let's get through it. I turn back, and the paper I had just thrown out is back on the counter. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Wow. Yeah. Okay, this is funny to you? Uh, I'll <laughs> both of you. Yeah. You know what? You're not getting the irregular hats. Oh, I didn't laugh. <laughs> right, you but get you, all but you understand. So, so, I, so I understand the, that. If you Remember the yeah, time but it's they a trust, up, yeah. I know, but it's a trust thing. She yeah. doesn't, she never trusted us. She thinks we're always trying to throw, throw her stuff out. It's like I got bigger fish to fry. I got an alcoholic right. boss at the late show. I don't need this. <laughs> so I think, okay, that's weird. So I throw the stuff away again. I turn back and it's out again. So she was taking the stuff out. So in order to throw stuff out with my mother, remember the scene in The Godfather where De Niro's the young Don and he shoots the black hand, the guy in the white yeah, suit in the yeah. stairwell. And, he's got, and then he go, he's got the gun and then he goes up to the roof and right. he breaks the gun into pieces yep. and he stuff it in a different pipe, pipes right, right, so no yeah. one can trace it. That's how you have to throw stuff away with my mother. <laughs> you have to take pieces of paper and you have to rip them up into little pieces and then knock on pe- Excuse me, uh, could you throw this piece of paper up? A little Italian woman's going to come looking for it. Just tell her you never saw me, okay? And that's so, hilarious. like, that's kind of how you have to do it. So and, 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 and... I can handle things! I'm smart! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how you deal with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, no, it, but it, there, there is a charm to that, and there is, and it can be frustrating. But I, you know, there is also that that thing, and you and you get it. I, you know that that was there. I got to hold on to this. I don't know. You know, who knows when I'm going to have another piece of paper? Yeah, and it's also, I think, when you're losing control, right? You're closing your stores. Anything that can make you feel like you still sure. have control. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. trust us. I know. I think she thinks we're going to saran wrap her and bring her to an assisted living facility. Like she does not want to go. Are you going? Do you think with your type A personality, you? Think think you're going to retire at, at a, you know, you, uh, you I didn't come me. here to be insulted. Okay? <laughs> I'm a type me? C personality. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you, I know. don't think I could, but I am learning. It's a really excellent question. Cause I told my wife, I'm learning from my mother. Like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to, first I'm not going to do this to my son. Like, you know, she should really oh. be some, like, yeah. you know what I mean? You're speaking my language, the same stuff we've been going through. Um, yeah. I'm just yep. going to be like, you know what? You want me to go? I'll go. You're going to get cut out of the will, but <laughs> yeah. you're going to go. Uh-huh. But I'll go. I'll go. Uh-huh. Yeah. You want to yeah. put- there's, there's a financial risk for you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you like being poor, you little ass? Uh, no, we've, we've, been, we've been trying to watch and, and seeing the mistakes uh, that, that my elderly parents have now made and, and preparing for the latter part of life. And we're like, we're sitting down, my wife and I are taking notes. We're like, we are not going to do this. This is how we're going to do this. No, it's you know just, what I mean? you know, like we had to have her car fumigated. A car fumigated. What happened? Okay. So she goes food shopping, right? She's going to have her <laughs> girlfriends over. So she goes to like the Cachiris, the local Italian deli in our neighborhood in Providence where we grew up. She gets the cheese and this and the that. And then she decides, she's very flighty. Like she'll go, this is why she owned her own business because yeah. she does not like to be told what to do. If she wants to close the store for four hours and run errands, that's what she's going to do. If she locks you in, she locks you in. So she, <laughs> you're on your own, right? Yeah. And by the way, the woman thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Like it's just like you can't, like, so yeah. my mother uh, decides, oh, I got to run into Target for something it's the summer and then um 
she uh, goes in the house, does the thing, and the car, like two days later, just stinks. It reeks. Well, she had taken some of the food, including the cheese, and put it under the front seat of the car. Oh, man. <laughs> and then forgot it was there. Uh. And I said to her, why did you put the cheese under the front seat of the car? <laughs> and I'm quoting now. Oh, I didn't want people to steal the cheese. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess there's a Gouda thief running around Rhode Island. You are out of your effing mind. It made sense in her head, though. That's a really good point. She looked at me like my question was, I'm the crazy one. Uh, I get that from, from years. My my mother was the security one growing up. I and mean, we lived in a very, you know, uh, middle, middle class neighborhood. Yeah. Pretty, pretty damn safe. But the second you walked away from the if the front door, screen door, lock it. If you're going out to the back, lock the front door. If you're out in the in the in the uh, in the front, you lock the back. Like all of that was always burned into us. So yeah. and and I I see it in me, and, and it's just it's one of those things where like um, hey, somebody's going to steal the cheese. <laughs> it's an obvious, <laughs> it's, it's, you know. It's, and that's like what... Oliver Twist is going to come <laughs> on, <laughs> right? It's exactly. that kind of weird. Thing. Thing. And you and you can't you you can't undo that because she grew up in the depression. Yeah. You know? mm. So like you're never gonna sort of you're never gonna get that out of somebody. Right. Yeah. All you can do is uh, you can hope to contain it. Is that the phrase? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, right. you can't defeat it. You can hope to contain it. And she's like a force of nature. And like and people get a kick out of her. And and but she also likes to just. Mm. <laughs> You still get that. Oh, she will not wear a hearing aid, okay? Uh. And it's gray. (laughs) And we're going into my brother-in-law's house. And it's like Thanksgiving, whatever it was. And I'm like, there's a bunch of people there. I'm like, Ma, you got to put your hearing aid in because it can't be yelling. It's really exhausting to have to yell to somebody. It's like, I want more bread. (laughs) Like, what, what? (laughs) Yes, you have a nice head. I can't do this anymore. So I'm not going to, she goes, okay. Oh, she goes, I'm going to put it in. Because this really bothers you, doesn't I'm going to put it in. It's in her hand, right? And then we're standing in a stone driveway. She drops it in the driveway, right? Doesn't have her glasses on, okay? She goes, oh, I go. And she leans over to pick up the hearing aid and picks up a stone instead. (laughs) And put it in her ear. And sticks it in her ear. And I just laughed. I go, you got what you deserved. That's hilarious. (laughs) I love it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, if you can convince her the state of the art with these hearing aids is pretty. I don't want to spend the money. Yeah. The tin horn in the 1880s is more advanced than the t- hearing aid she has right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Paul, we got to wrap, bud, but it is so nice to see yeah, you. Yeah, it's great to see you And this you show sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really it. excited um, about it, man. A couple I of different it. spots for you to check it out at uh, Mama Theater, uh, the Pollock Theater, I'm sorry, Mama University. That's in uh, Long Branch, New Jersey, Saturday, November 11th. But hang out if you want to be a little closer to home, Sellersville Theater, February 2nd. Uh, tickets available at paulmercurio.com. We'll also post it on PrestonSteve.com, and you'll be able to uh, to get those tickets. But uh, it sounds awesome. Yeah, it's Congratulations, really cool. Man. And it, yeah, I'm really excited about huge. it. And, and if you got a story, come on out. We'll yeah. talk yeah. about it. It's yeah. really fun. It ends up being a cool hang. Yeah, awesome. Don't bring your deaf mother, though. Killer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming. You guys are awesome, man. Appreciate Thank it. Paul so Mercurio, much. guys. Yay. All right, we're going to come back in a second. More of the Halloween <laughs> show. Stay with us. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. 
Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swooping and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay. Uh, I was told oh, to I, just wait. Yeah, I hit a button. In case he was going to do something. And did then, the button not uh, work? The button did not work. The button, oh, my no, God. Yeah. Oh! So we have a surprise uh-huh. in our studio. <laughs> there we go. Bill this Weston me. has brought back <laughs> the Scooby-Doo costume that we have yeah. mentioned many times over. You know, it's all, it's all for the show. I, I didn't realize you had purchased that. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I've i been sitting in a box. I thought it was a rental. He wasn't giving that yeah, one. I, I, I heard you guys home. talking about uh, how ridiculous I looked walking down South Street like 10 yeah. years ago. So I actually rode in on my motorcycle. No, did not. I, yes. I was hoping you guys might be looking oh, out the window. No! Oh, Are you serious? Here, so- I'm on the Harley. It's like I'm coming down Montgomery. Of course, about 30 miles an hour, the head starts flopping backward because of the wind. Oh, right? That's... But anyway. No, oh, it's my God. Christ. Dog on a hog. It's all a dog on a hog. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's true, man. I did it for you guys. That was How one of many... the most um, amazing memories. How many years ago was that? 15? It, 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 it was early yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, it was probably uh, once. at least 12 or 13 years ago. Yeah. I think I loaned it to Rabbi one year. Oh. How did Rabbi? Wow. What is this? This is Rabbi. Rabbi was, would he come up to the belly on this thing? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So happy Halloween. Oh, happy thank Halloween. you. Oh, oh my God. Like, that's fantastic. This morning. That's nice. Yeah, oh, my. In sales. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Right. Right. So, station. I need to maybe, uh, maybe we can have Connor take a, I want to see how ridiculous I look like going by on the. On my, my yeah, home. oh, so, yeah. we want to see that. In fact, oh. if Connor, one of the interns, can grab a shot of you yeah. on your uh, on your hog, <laughs> okay, some video of you peeling away in that hey, would be dude, wonderful. Your glasses. This is, the, this is the first time. Do, that do you I've a favor? Go my to, bike probably in mm. I don't know ten years without a helmet. Go to a right? pa- go to a pagan biker rally with that hey, on. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, and we haven't mentioned this on the air yet, but now we've we've all a few of us have noticed the motorcycle helmets that are actually yeah. animal heads. Have yeah. you seen these things? No. Yeah. Oh, my no. God. Yeah. No, it's legit. Yeah, they're helmets. Muppets. I've seen bunnies. I've seen... I saw like a dog full, head. It's, it's a full, thing. full helmet. Head. Yeah. Yes. and But I assume there's some protection involved in that. I don't know. Bill, there's got to be a Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah, it'd be great. Fully protective. <laughs> I'm saying I hit the ground with this thing. I don't know if it's going to do too much. He's going to die. <laughs> Getting last rights with a Scooby-Doo hat on would be amazing. 
<laughs> Look at this. Oh, there they are. See, Bill, that's the... Uh, oh, these are cheap Those are cheap. Ones, no, those yeah. like those got to be... Uh, no, I think they're covers uh, that you put over a helmet. No, what that's we're talking about is full... No, there are full case... Helmets. No, I know what you're saying, yeah. and, but you know what? Maybe they're not full helmets. Maybe it's, maybe, just the maybe cover. it's a regular helmet with a yeah. cover over a it. A cover that slips over yeah. a helmet. Okay, oh, that well, might I, be it. I feel robbed now. Interesting. Interesting. You could have a DOT approved, you know. Yep. Uh, I do like, bucket, there's a jack-o'-lantern one there that looks really cool. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, hang on a second. Look at this one. Is that the only version of it? Or have we been living a lie? I don't know, but I approve. I definitely approve. Um, all right, okay. Bill, thank you. Appreciate See you, Scoob. What? Scoob wears, uh, I didn't realize that Scoob wore uh, shorts. Shorts, I know. I can't see his I legs from yeah. there, so. There should be a, like a red lipstick that you can wow. hang off the belt. Hang on, Marissa. I just want you guys to know that there is a full compilation of all of the best Bill Weston Halloween costumes from uh, over the years, now on PrecedentSteve.com. I have the picture of him with uh, Snape with the dildo. <laughs> yup. Yeah, there we go. Not it's only, not just a photo, it's a video. Not only that, there's uh, pictures of the entire history of the President Steve Show costumes. Yep. yep. Uh, that you can access if you want to see throughout the years. <laughs> the ones that we've, we've either worn out to events or here at, right. in the studio. Yep. Think, go ahead. I think Kathy wins Halloween. What was that? On our oh, show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you've done Overall? Preston. You've done, you and Shell. Your couples' costumes are great, but just some surprises that have come from Kathy over the years are pretty good. I Marissa, think- your boob hung out one year. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, remember that, little Kim, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were, yeah. You, were you feeling her up, not realizing it was? Oh yeah, she wore yeah. a chicken cutlet over one boob, <laughs> and I just I grabbed it because I was thinking I'm just grabbing this piece of silicone or whatever it was, not realizing her breast is right underneath. Yeah. And I yeah. grabbed it and jiggled it, and I'm like, oh, you idiot. Yeah, it's like this. <laughs> you moron. A, a thin layer of I know. jelly. I apologize immediately. I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't right. believe I just did that. Fortunately, that was years before Me Too. Yeah, so, way yeah. before Me Too. So but, it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah it doesn't count. We'll say the Statute of limitations. It's, it's the same thing. That. Like, if you eat it in the car, you don't get the calories. If you've mm, yeah. molested a coworker years yeah. ago, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh uh, so if you want to peruse the uh, the variety of... Costumes uh, from us throughout the years. You can you can check that out. You know what I think. PrestonSteve.com. My, my favorite of yours, Preston, is the uh, the Fury, the 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 baseball Fury oh, from uh, the Warriors. I don't have uh, pictures of that, unfortunately. It was, uh, and so we were talking a little while back about getting arrested in Halloween costumes, but press. And so you had gotten into it with the stage manager backstage while yes. you were wearing that outfit, and 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 mind I had you, a bat too, and you had a bat. Mind yep. you, the stage manager was completely and totally out of line, and. You you stood up for, I think you were standing up for me, but dude, you were scary. <laughs> you were I was? scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, yeah. it, it's a street gang in the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, your face paint and like and and like how serious you were. I was like, I do not want to have with this guy. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember being intimidating. Remember you had your yeah. bottles and you're going, Warriors, Warriors, come out to play. I do miss uh, the um, tandem costume that uh, Caroline and I would do uh, for years and years and eventually grew out of it, un- you know, unfortunately. You but want to do it, it with me? We did it several years in a row. It was so great. The very first one was um, uh, Prince Charming and uh, and uh, Cinderella. Isn't that, oh. that's, the, the, the Disney stuff ends up being a oh. parental between a, a father and a daughter, right? Adorable. It was adorable. Yeah. You know, so what was, your, was that your favorite? Uh, no. Favorite there were, man, there were some good ones. One one that I thought was a lot of fun was um, Caroline wanted to go as um, uh, Katniss. Oh, Hunger uh, Games. From, from Hunger Games. So I went as um, Arrow. 
Oh, so we both had, well, yeah. had an arrow uh, theme. We're, um, we're looking thing, at it, yeah, which I, cool. I thought that one was a lot of fun because we put on some, you know, eyeliner and stuff like that, and we looked kind of badass. So that was I, I really enjoyed that one. But uh, there's been a bunch of them uh, throughout the years. So um, yeah, I don't know what uh, uh, we're getting tonight. We'll see. Oh, uh, hopefully is something. I guess so. So you know what? So Caroline is 16, and that goes to the question of how old is too old uh, to be. Yeah. Trick-or-treating? Yeah. Do, do you remember when you felt, okay, maybe I've hit the wall here on this? Um, No, I don't remember specifically. For me, it was six years ago. When it wrapped up as far as going door-to-door. But when, when the cops are called because you're loitering, that's a problem. I'm sure it was high school at, at some point in high school. I, was with, I don't remember the last time I did it. I was with my friend, and we went up to the door and rang the doorbell, and uh, the person came to the door and said, yeah. And I said, okay, I guess we are having it. This is is known as a night of candy dispensing at the door. And the fact that that didn't occur to you says we're probably too old for this. I changed my mind this week um, because I I feel like I was kind of grumpy about it uh, when teenagers would come over. And then I saw something that Jackie Bandman posted, which really kind of spoke to me. Yes, I saw that. It says, the teen who comes to your door uh, to trick or treat is choosing being a kid over new other things. Give them the candy, smile, life only gets harder, let them enjoy it, and you're only only young once. And I thought... That's spot on, and I, like I, I don't know why it bothers me, or it used to bother me that that somebody would do it. Who cares? They're just having, out having a good time. Yeah. Let them have a good time, and uh, life sucks for the rest <laughs> of your life once you reach nineteen. So enjoy your teenage yep. years, and don't be such a grumpy a hole if a, a teenager comes. I, to your house. I never had a problem with it as long as you make the effort to do a costume. Yeah, put a costume on. That's don't, the yeah. thing. Yeah. That's I, I don't care. Yeah. You, you you can be whatever age you are. It's not a fully, soup kitchen if you're fully dressed up. But if it's, I mean, honestly, the the one thing. That I that I can't stand is the um, uh, the football jersey. Yeah, and that's it. Your jersey and that you wear when you ju- play football. Just the jersey. Yeah, put your shoulder pads on. Shoulder pads, helmet. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Now yeah. we've now we've put something together. I'm yeah. a century twenty one real. Well, you know what I mean. That's what well, you are? Because yeah. I'm spending money, right? I'm not just. I mean, get this candy for free at the supermarket. And guess what? Inflation, mother effort. <laughs> Candy's more expensive Carrot these candy days. Is expensive. I bet you the kids love coming to your house. Yeah. Uh, no, they I, do. You can they do. Send them to my house. You can come in whatever you want. Come in your Nobody sweatpants. Nobody comes to Kathy's I house. I don't yeah. care. I will give you candy. I'll invite you in. We can sit down and have dinner. Who wants wine? Yeah. Make some succulents. <laughs> Mom, this woman won't stop talking about succulents. Um, so we got we get hundreds now, which is because my house is an advertisement for yeah, us loving is. Halloween. And we the school buses go by, and we have and it's the most wonderful thing, Preston, to see those kids. Even with the parents and the the, the the theme costumes, I love seeing the parents with the coolers. Yeah, <laughs> they have they're walking around, so they're not driving the kids around, but they're imbibing. Yeah, and it's it's a wonderful thing. I remember a few years back, and I, I feel like it was at my last. What what did I say? Uh, no, nothing. No, okay. I, just I remembered you talked about walking around with the coolers, and I've told this story before. I'll tell it one more time quickly, and then go yeah. to you, Casey. I was dressed as Superman. I'm going through the That's neighborhood right. That's right. with Caroline. I forgot what Caroline was dressed. I think she was Catwoman or something like that. And I'm walking around and we're at the tail end and I've got a beer in my hand and I reckon somebody, I recognize somebody and I'm like, hey! And I flip my arm around. Beer goes, 
just shatters all over the sidewalk, and I'm like, I'm the drunk guy walking around with his grade school year kid, and I'm hammered. It's okay, I'm I'm his father. So now I'm over trying to kick the glass over into the yard, and you know, and oh god, I peed in people's bushes as as an adult. But that wasn't even Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, right. (laughs) That was Arbor Day. Sorry, your story, sir. Uh, This story. Oh, so it was. Um, a lady, uh, so the kids were trick-or-treating, and the mom was with the kids, and the mom <laughs> was trick-or-treating, too. Now, I think, I feel like maybe uh, she was definitely not from this country, and maybe this was, like, her first time doing okay. trick-or-treating. And I'm okay. here for the tricks of the treat. But I, I, was, I thought it was adorable, because she came up, and she gave me her bucket. I'm like, there you go. You can there have you go. Some. Welcome yeah. to our country. Welcome to our country. Here, here's the, if, if you do have an issue with uh, with teens, also, there's a, and I did read this in an article, and this is a serious uh, point, though, that uh, some accommodations should be made for children uh, with special needs. Yes. Uh, many kids with special needs, this doctor says, are developmentally much younger than they appear, and it's all about developmental age and stage rather than chronolo- chronological age and stage. Um, and um, some of them, it may not be obvious if, if they are... That's why, um, to me, if someone is... Anyone who's caught up in the spirit of the holiday and is having a good time, I don't mm-hmm. care what the... If, you, if you're there in an iron lung and there's a pair of cat ears on it, you're, I'm going to give you trick or candy. Oh, sure. It doesn't yeah, sure. matter. Yeah. I trick-or-treated all the way up till I think, 18. I was 18 when I trick-or-treated for the last time. Did, okay. you, did you, of your own volition, say, okay, this is... The curtain is rung down on this because me, I remember clearly, I moved from the door-to-door to being... to Enjoying the yeah. dispensing of the candy. Yeah, so that, that to me was the, which is where I've resided for many decades now. It was my freshman year of college, and I thought it would be kind of fun to have my friends from college go to my hometown and and do some trick or treating. And right. so that was my that was my last hurrah. I don't remember how I was that year. If it was like this is gonna, this is it, this is my swan song. You know, I don't. We remember didn't know. Yeah, like the, my experience is we didn't know it was it, but, the, yeah. but we were basically told summarily that it was it. So I was reading. Uh, there are actually some laws against uh, ages and, and trick-or-treating. Really? Yeah, Chesapeake, Virginia limits trick-or-treating to uh, kids under 14 and under. Oh, and older on. trick-or-treaters can actually be charged with a Class 4 misdemeanor. Oh, get that's, the hell out of here. That's a death penalty. Other cities in Virginia Don't have similar there. trick-or-treat age limit laws in place. Virginia Beach, Portsmouth, Suffolk, uh, Norfolk, and more prohibit uh, ticket treating or t- trick or treating after the age of 12. Kids uh, in Newport News who are 12 or above are allowed to accompany younger siblings but can't wear a mask. Come on. In Upper Deerfield Township, New Jersey, they've had a trick or treat age recommendation uh, for over 30 years. It advises against trick or treating for kids over 12. Well, I think what they have to do is start issuing trick or treat licenses so that you can legally go from door to door if you're 12 and older uh, the law to collect candy. In Belleville, Illinois, where it's actually called Halloween solicitation. Forbids children over age 12 from wearing a mask. And those in ninth grade or above, uh, they can't appear on the streets, highways, public homes, private homes, or public places in the city to make trick-or-treat visitations. That seems absurd that a 12, a, a 12 or 13-year-old couldn't wear a Halloween mask. Uh, similarly, Charleston, South Carolina restricts trick-or-treating for teens over 16 who aren't allowed to wear a mask in public places. Uh, and also, uh, municipalities with Age-restricting laws say that it's in the interest of public safety, but many parents of tweens and teens disagree with that. Do you remember years ago, because we used to get our, I was, you know, you get the cheap masks 
that were the plastic with the uh, the elastic band around yeah. the back. Mm-hmm. And the smock, that would be, like, for example, I'd be the Wolfman often. Strawberry shortcake. And there'd be a picture of the Wolfman on the smock, yep. like the most vain monster in the world is wearing his own picture. <laughs> but but um, the thing was, the peripheral vision, I remember that was a big thing because those masks, you yep. know, didn't allow a lot of that. But the fact of just you're 12 years old and, and past that you can't wear a mask doesn't make any sense to me. Mm, I don't know. Uh, here, by the way, this Can text, you still dress like a prostitute? This text says, me and the squad are going to Kathy's tonight. See you at 7. What are all these guys here for? <laughs> Squad's all heading over. Uh, by the way, speaking of all things uh, Halloween, by the way, um, the state in the country that has the most, that has the highest kill count of all horror movies. Oh. Is Pennsylvania? Right. Pennsylvania, yeah. There are more We're movie awesome. murders in Pennsylvania Woo! than Good any job, other guys. state. I, I consider that a, uh, a feather in our cap. I'm a, trying to figure a bloody out feather in our where? cap. Friday the Thirteenth is that? No, that's Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, that's uh, that's upstate New York. It's supposed to be. Okay, what is? Yeah, what movie? And, no, no, no. It just means overall. Yeah, collectively what, what of movies? horror films. If you add them all up, yeah. all the deaths and all the horror films, more happen in Pennsylvania than anywhere else. Wow. I would I would say that there's a lot of independent films. Uh, our films that focus in and around this general area. If you take Night of the Living Dead, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. right? So, so, um, and the the various Night of the Living Dead. I don't have all the my... movies listed, okay. but uh, so Pennsylvania has six hundred and fifteen fictional deaths across six movies. Wow! Yeah. So, uh, okay, mm-hmm. doesn't say which one. They so should this list was, the movies. Well, it was one of those graph those websites, and I, and I couldn't compile the information I've... without. What's the uh, Shyamalan movie where the uh, Shyamalan movie where they uh, <laughs> the trees breathe? Uh, the happening. Yeah, that kills uh, a lot of happening? people. Yeah. What's happening with the rerun? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. I have ten Bow. horror movies based in Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right. Imagine, if you want imagine a horror movie. Oh, you have them. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, the Blob. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot yes. of people. Night, of, Night of the Living Dead. Yep. Yeah. Sixth Sense. Dude, this is the happening. This is what's happening. <laughs> with uh, Raj and Rerun. And Dwayne. And Dwayne. Dwayne. And right. Shirley. Right. Uh, and D. Sorry. Shyamalan's adding to, to the number. So Sixth Sense Signs is also on here. The Village. The Village? Uh, not a lot of people yeah, die in the Village. people die in that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Final Destination 3. Okay. The Fields. All right. Sinister. Sinister. Oh, oh, Sinister is a mofo. That's with that Ethan Hawke. I was too scared of it. Sinister is on my list of top oh. uh, 25 horror movies. This was- is literally because of, of Shyamalan that this number exists. The Visit, Split. <laughs> No, there's no, but wait 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 wait. There are like, there are horror movies where more people are killed. Yeah, yeah. Split only has like two people die in that movie. Yeah, come this, on, you got up your game. It, yeah. This does it. Just says ten horror movies based in Pennsylvania. So oh, there's no, oh, oh, it's yeah. not kill right. count movies. Okay. okay, I gotcha. But the happening, I mean, there's at one point where the dudes are just <laughs> diving off the building. Yes. yes. By the yes. way, yes. yes. By the way, um, the, with with six hundred and fifteen fictional deaths. I mean, it absolutely eclipses all other states because the second one is New York with 254 fatalities. So- if like you New York, like first off, in yeah. your face, New York, mm-hmm. you want to get killed, you come to PA. And then California is third with 163. And that stays huge, man. I, I would say, yeah, as, as a massive horror fan, uh, this is uh, wonderful news. And the fact that the, the blob, which is horror royalty slash sci-fi, yeah. um, it, you know, the, the rich history here. But again, if you take the original um, Night of the Living Dead, which was shot on a farm out in western PA, uh, outside of Pittsburgh, I mean, that's... Um, 
you know, that's that's started the whole zombie uh, yeah. realm. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the first? <clears throat> had zombies been even they a been fictional movies, thing? Yeah. They they were not. They were not quite like that. Um, so you had uh, like White Zombie, which was made, I think, in the in the thirties or forties, and there were zombies, but they were more just sort of laconic. Um, they, they weren't flesh eating. Uh, so White Zombie, the band, got its name from, from, from the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah, never yeah, knew that. yeah. See, everyone's learning today. Okay. So yeah. um, I don't know how you feel, Steve, about uh, horror movies kind of coming in and uh, changing the rules of other, like it, you know, it, mon- it, you know, if the movie f- lives within its own okay. rules, right. I have no problem. Explain. It's when they deviate. All right, so I can't remember the name of the movie, Preston, but in this movie they had said that monsters don't eat ghosts because ghosts taste like sheet. <laughs> He's been waiting on that one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. We got single on that one. <laughs> we got some uh, friends in the studio this morning. Was that the one you said you were sitting on for a while waiting? No, no, oh, that, that one that just showed up today. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just showed up. Like I actually liked that. Because they taste like sheet? They taste like sheet. Yes. <laughs> Monsters don't eat ghosts. Because the ghosts taste you know, like sheet. I'm, I'm going to give him points because for a guy who's terrified of horror movies, he, he watched a mofo. I watched one last night. Yeah. That's what gets some points? Yes. Not the joke. I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I think I should get points for the joke because the joke is was uh, sent to me in question form. The joke was terrible, but, yeah. but <laughs> yes. the fact that you did it in light of your recent achievement, it, it means something to me. Thank so. you. I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, my God. You found a picture of me as one of the baseball furies. Yeah. yeah. It was ages ago. Wow. That's okay. not and what Casey's, we're looking at in the photo. <laughs> Casey's wearing a diving outfit with an S on it. Do you have any idea? No, it's a swimming yeah. outfit. I'm wearing Oh, but hold on. Are those pubes yeah. sticking out from your Speedo? I like it. What were you supposed to be? Like maybe Olympic Mark, Mark Spitz or something. Olympic yes. athlete. It says yeah. USA, right? Yeah. yeah. It says USA. Where? I just see On that. On his chest. On my chest. Oh, yeah. the, I see the U above that and below. Yeah, you're probably Mark Spitz. And I yeah. guess I'm just regular person. Hairy. They were hairy back in yeah. the day. I wasn't wearing a costume. Oh, okay. One of my favorites was uh, Charlie Brown, where I just drew, I drew the squiggles <laughs> on my bald head. Uh, I don't know what this means. That Marissa. picture is from 2005. Oh, okay. Creep Show. <laughs> it says Creep Show 2005, Bush Silvertide. F you. And I'm like, I didn't know what that meant. Dear Preston, so that F you. The photo is from uh, that night we had the, the MMR Creep Show back in 2005. So it's our first year here. Would that that would not, oh, would wow. that have been the Bill and the Scooby-Doo? No, because we didn't go to the TLA that night. Oh, this this was yeah. at the Electric Factory. Oh, at the Electric Factory. Yeah, okay, all right. I definitely remember that one, so... Um, wow, interesting. All right. Um, oh, so uh, what was the movie you were going to mention? When Fear that? Lurks. This is the movie that Casey watched, and you are, your your uh, respect for him it is from this has risen Argent- because of that. A guy who hides, you know, you put your hands over your eyes, you freely admit it. Mm-hmm. This is a mother effer. Yes. I mean, it is. it, it takes, uh, it's, a, it's a brutal possession horror movie from this Argentinian director. He wrote it and directed it. Yeah. And it will twist you up. It's, I mean, listen, it's, it's uh, definitely a melon twister for a, a lot of different reasons, but like, I feel like maybe I should get extra credit because I did a, uh, a double feature right before that, Steve. I watched The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. I did as well last night. Yeah. Yeah. It was on I, I have to TV. watch it every year. Yeah. Wait, is it called When Evil Lurks? When yes. Evil Lurks. Yeah, that's okay. it. And it, it, he, the same director, did another movie that's on my uh, top twenty-five uh, horror movie list called Terrified. Okay, did, which did you, is sensational. Did you like Smile? 
I did. Smile's good. It, it, it is a solid movie. Kevin Bacon's uh, daughter's in it. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the conceit is, it, it's almost like it follows. It is. Yeah. A similar idea. I'm just not into scary movies anymore. Uh, like, I won't even give them a try. You, 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 weren't, you weren't big on it. Ever, no, but really. I didn't, I didn't I mean, hate you like him. Stephen King, though. Yeah, I do, I, yeah. and I, I like the the macabre, and I like uh, things that are kind of freaky. But and and there there are some scary movies that I really like, you know, like The Others and things like that. But I just never really, I don't know. For, it, it, I've, I've fizzled out on them a little bit. I, I think you, when fear lurks, I think if you were to take evil. that out, when evil lurks, sorry, take that out for a spin, you would. Um, you you might enjoy it because you talk about it sets up rules mm. and and um, so there basically there are these two uh, guys who are called to this farm. There is a possessed family member who is this big bloated mm-hmm. pussy creature in in the bed, and there's a protocol to ridding the the demon presence, and they don't follow it. They take the guy right. and abandon him. Okay. Yeah. And what happens is by doing that, they allow this wave of possessions. All right, I don't want to know anymore. Yeah. I, may, I might yeah. watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and there's and there aren't like a ton of jump scares. And and I think that's I dislike the most uh, about horror movies are the jump yeah, those scares. Are those are cheap. Those are cheap. So like I agree. Yeah. Especially there's there's <laughs> listen. I I I love a good Friday the Thirteenth, a, a yeah. Jason Voorhees movie as much as the next guy. But when you're seeing a shot and you're seeing Jason stand looking through the thinnest branch of someone who's walking not more than three or four feet away, <laughs> yeah. and there's a 6'5 guy in a, in a work outfit, overalls and a hockey mask, and she can't see this guy? So those are cheap. Yeah. Those are cheap. Or scares. also you're you're looking into like a deep, like dark corner, and, and you're expecting the killer to come right. out, and, and pigeons come flying out. Like, Right. I yeah. hate pigeons, though. If you're terrified of pigeons. Uh, I think the last probably scary movie that I watched was, uh, and, and I watched it because I'd never seen it before. I'm like, hey, I've heard things about it. Let me watch it. It was uh, Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Yes. I enjoyed that. That's yeah. a, it that's was different. A sol- it's a, it was just different. It also is, I think, in a, in a way better than Scream did it. Takes all the common horror movie mm-hmm. tropes. Plays and, off of and them. And plays off of them. But it's got a unique twist to it. Yeah. That's oh. like, whoa, that's... You didn't see that coming. No, I was yeah. thinking Knock at the Cabin. Sorry. Uh, uh, no, the, no. Cabin in the Woods with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Yeah. You're thinking of Nell. <laughs> no, no. Nell. That's terrifying. That's, that's Cylon Kong Kong. Yeah. yeah. She lived in the woods and spoke gibberish 24-7. She ate her own poop. <laughs> she was Nell. Yeah, now I'm she's sidelock con con for you. Now she's tie tie. I said tie tie. I cut your head off. I <laughs> I cut your head off. She's learning English the hard yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's oh. English for cut your head off? Mm. Is there a uh, horror trailer for Nell? I love when they take old trailers and recut them as horror. I movies. think they've done that. I think so too. Mm. Yeah, when they did the the different strokes. Yes, uh, that's where that. this music shot, came yeah. from. Is it? This is that music from that. That parody, that, that parody, the, the, the oh, different yeah, strokes, different strokes. Yeah. That's that's essentially Mr. Drummond was yeah. a, a child, child molester. <laughs> it was terrible. But they do the opposite with that well too, because they took The Shining and made it into a feel good yeah. feel good movie of the year. Uh, yeah. So uh, th- this um, uh, <laughs> this this uh, achievement for you, Thank uh, you. is not unrecognized. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think in Midsummer Press? That was. That's a freaky ass movie, like a scary movie that is in the daytime. Mid, uh, mid- well, I'd, I'd, see, I wouldn't 
categorize that as a quote-unquote scary movie. Seriously unsettling yeah. uh, without question. It's a suspense. And, yeah. and it is it is that mounting fear of dread. It is it, Any movie that plays on that where you say, leave now. Yeah. Leave now. Yeah. Why aren't you leaving? Yeah. And, 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 and she stays... And the, and they, the, it's brilliantly directed because as it's moving along, it's like, oh, okay, okay. And then there's something that happens where you're like, get the F <laughs> yeah, out! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That was, okay, that's a good example of a movie that, that I would take over what I would call a classic horror film. Yeah. Uh, classic horror films and, and scary movies don't leave me with this. I, I felt like wrong after I watched this movie. I felt it, it was disturbing. It, uh, uh, you know what I mean? When it lives with you. See, yeah. I, I I dig that. I I, I like. No, that. I mean I, that's why I thought and, it was a great movie. Yeah. I'm probably not going to watch it again, no, but yeah, I'm I'm glad I saw it because it was just like, what the hell? <laughs> Where it was just. Have you ever seen it, Nick? No. Oh, it's messed up. The movie that lives with me the most is not a horror movie, but it scares the crap out of me, and that's um, Silence of the Lambs. And yeah. I like the, just the psychology behind it. Well, has messed with me so much. So at movies that are like that, these thriller type of movies, those are the ones that. Uh, Screw with me. Thank you for saying it's not a horror movie. Right. It, it's classified as a horror movie a lot of times. Silence of the Lambs, I've never considered that. It's one of my all-time favorite films, and I love the book and, and all that, but I've never considered that a horror film. It's a I suspense. don't, yeah. but I give it horror movie because I can at least say a horror movie won all four major Oscars because right. it won Best Picture, yeah. Best Director, Best Actor, and Best Actress. Yeah, but uh, and, and all well deserved. I mean, it is a brilliant movie, and and um, you know the, the the tension. I love the the uh, I love the first Hannibal Lecter appearance, Manhunter. Yeah, the Michael movie. Mann movie is yeah. great. Uh, Nick, yeah, watch uh, Midsummer if you want another one of those mess with you type of movies. Right. Yeah, yeah. just uh, bring the kids over and watch Midsummer. Okay, Ooh. man. <laughs> I tell you what, if. If you're looking for a movie where you want to, where you want to just destroy someone's life with years of therapy, uh, <laughs> Terrifier Two, Terrifier Two, oh, the clown, Art the clown, okay, uh, and Art the clown makes the appearance in the appropriately titled Terrifier. Oh. Uh, well, there's a movie before, but he, the, the actor who plays him, is a mime. So, in a time when you think. The scary clown thing, you're not going to be able to get more from that. Arthur Clown comes in. <laughs> yes. And uh, Pennywise kind of wrote the book on how to be a scary clown. Yeah. But Arthur Clown is just amazing. Awesome. Okay. Right. But it is tons of practical gore effects. And it, it's it's done to such an extreme that you end up chuckling because <laughs> we're watching scenes. Right? It's just ridiculous. Yeah, we're, we're, yes, because, I mean, it doesn't just stop with a hammer kill. Then there's the skinning and then there's the playing right. with the parts. <laughs> and and, and um, <laughs> But they world build in this bizarrely aggressive, visceral movie. They start to yeah. build a legend to uh, him, a la Pennywise. And to this girl he's facing off with in Terrifier 2, mm -hmm. who also has something in her story. Yeah, I don't, the, the gore thing, I'm not way into that. Uh, the, you know, the kill counts in blood. And, I actually got nostalgically misty watching it, Preston. Did you? Like, oh, man. Aww. Those were the days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, do you have your list of uh, horror movies out? I, uh, yeah, it holds true from last year, so we can just bump that up if you want, Marissa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. And what's number one on your list? Well, it it had it. I the Exorcist. It has to go to the Exorcist because yeah. um, the Exorcist to me is now. Is it was it the most terrifying? N no, but it, it is such a masterpiece. 
such a brilliantly directed masterpiece. Um, and they're, they're movies that sit right on its yeah. you know, on its heels. But Oh, it scarred me. For that <laughs> movie, for what that achieved, and for William Freakin, who started as a documentary filmmaker, and so, so much of that movie feels like you're watching real people mm-hmm. react to this, what is going on? I mean, Ellen Burstyn's performance as, as, a, as a mother who's just can't explain what's happening to her daughter, it, it just guts you. It's amazing. I'll, t- I'll tell you the movies, uh, both of them gave me a disturbing feeling uh, continue through, and it, and it and it plays off the demon thing again. Uh, is the Omen one and two? Those those mm. those were so creepy to me uh, because it it um, it just made you feel uncomfortable. And that there is this if if you go with the the the, the actual the legend. I mean, you're talking about the evil personified the 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 most evil thing ever entering the, the Earth. Revol- yes, yeah, exactly. All that stuff. And, and so all of those it's things evil. Yeah, and uh, Lee Remick. Disciples uh, of him and all that stuff, yeah. And when he sees the three sixes oh, yeah. on his son's scalp at night, he's in, he's in the, the, his son's room, Damien, yeah. and he parts back to hair yeah. and everything. His wife is in the, ho- is in the hospital, uh, dead, I think, at that point, uh, because of uh, this kid. It ruined the name Damien for a generation. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. You can't name it your kid Damien Until anymore. a guy named Damien was running the, the food place in the building here, but and then the, it brought it back. The scene where the babysitter, the nanny, jumps off and hangs herself. That was like, oh. This is for you, Damien. I was like, that was. I don't want that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wanted a Tonka truck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I'll take it. It was was terrifying to me. Anything, like Rosemary's Baby has that same looming dread. Yeah. And you know, like, you know, she's, when she starts to drink, you know, the really super powerful coffee or now has a fondness for more, you know, raw steak. And why is that happening? Yeah. Uh, th- that, that's what The Exorcist Slow does so brilliantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You watch um, the Nicolas Cage thing with uh, Nicholas Holt, uh, Renfield. Do you yeah, watch that? I liked it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it it's comedically, uh, comedically, and, and uh, no pun intended, n- n- Cage sinks his teeth into the uh, oh, yeah. role of Dracula. Right. Uh, well, interesting. We'll look for Steve's uh, top 25 Yes, we'll pump them back up, yeah. On PricingSteve.com. All right, so one more um, Halloween uh, thingy, thingy, uh, because we got to move on. Halloween thingy. But I didn't want to. I didn't want Halloween to get away uh, before I, I saw Wait this. A second, is this totally presbo? No, Halloween? it's not. It's just a thing. Okay. <laughs> Halloween thingy, totally presbo. No, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, a new age in horror. Presenting no, totally. Is, it's not? No, no, this is just this is the origin. It's a notice or hard. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the origin of the word boo. Oh, uh, not a sword? Oh. No. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. I just, the word boo <laughs> and why it is associated with ghosts. I just wanted to touch a on it. ghostly this. boo. <laughs> we'll be right back. No, I want to know. <laughs> All right, so the phrase date the originator <laughs> dates back several hundred years to Scotland to at least the 18th century. Okay. Uh Gilbert Crocat. So before that, when a Highlander would jump out at someone, would he just go, I, I got nothing. Uh Gilbert Crocat <laughs> mentioned the word in the 19 in, in the 1738 uh polemic Scotch Presbyterian eloquence displayed. Uh, uh and we know it is time magazine. It says nothing that it was, or noting that it was, quote, a word that's used in the north of Scotland to frighten crying children. 
Okay, so that, that why really, would you want to frighten crying children? Well, okay. because you, you you didn't want them in the first place. Yeah, you should have right. worn protection. <laughs> yes. All right. So Boo was likely carried over to America by Scottish immigrants, like other Halloween traditions, including the carving of jack o' lanterns. Uh, during the mid eighteen hundreds, uh, thousands of Scots and Scots Irish settled in the United States, potentially helping make Boo a popular ghost greeting. English speakers started using the word regularly by at least the eighteen twenties. Other versions of the word Boo, such as Bow and Bow spelled B-O-H, ball, are, ball. are featured in literature dating back 500 years. The phrase is not too far off from the Latin word uh, boare and, oh. and uh, the Greek word uh, boav, which both mean to cry out loud, roar, or shout. Okay, so boo as in boo who? I guess so. Right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that, that... it doesn't mention boohoo in this, but uh, Walter W. Skeet, who wrote in Cry Bow to a Goose in 1870. I'd like you to check out my new book, Cry Bow to a Goose. <laughs> uh, what happens? Well, there's this goose, and it's acting up a lot, so Angus, he's not having it, and he yells boo. There we go. I gave it a, yeah, I saved you a couple of bucks. Uh, so in 1870, kids would ward off aggressive waterfowl by crying boo. You know how aggressive those ducks can get. Yeah. No? Uh, this would cause the goose. <laughs> the, the, this would cause the goose to quote be defeated. In this instance, I feel defeated. The phrase <laughs> that Highlander just yelled boo at me, and I'm trying to do my ghostly duties. Clapping all over his lawn. Your ghostly duties. Yeah, that's what we do here Uh, in the Highlands. The phrase was used to show assertiveness. So, as with many of these things, the exact derivation is... Yeah. Up to interpretation. Not specific. So right. there, there's more. Scary it's not be- like somebody in a lab built the word boo. Scary beings such as the boo cow and the boo man also have the boo sound in their names. A boo cow is anything frightful as a scarecrow applied also to a hobgoblin, according to the Scottish National Dictionary. So a boo cow, though, um, then what is boo cowkey? Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's when you just spray milk all over somebody's face. Dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a Halloween tradition. <laughs> what is that? Home? That's thick, man. What is that? Well, that's uh, that's uh, the uh, the stuffing. It's double stuff. I'm going to continue on. The, the word bogey has also been used to frighten children. Uh, how you doing, kids? An 1898 poem describes one of these boo men. So here's here's the poem, okay? Okay. Kings, counselors, and princes fair, as wheels the common plowman. High meist their pleasure mixed with care, hey. and dread some muckle boo man. <laughs> some muckle boo man coming in here like some muckle boo man putting your hands all over my goose. <laughs> You're just a friggin' muckle boo man. You filthy hands pawing at my goose. Like, how do you do? I've known your goose for years. You just met my goose, you muckle booth. <laughs> He's it's a, a muckle booming. 
Uh, going back in, even further in 1565, uh, the story called Smith, which that forged him a new dame, what a, what a, described a blacksmith attempting to hammer a woman into a younger version of herself. And the blacksmith says... Sit still, I'm trying to pound your face into a younger version. He says, speak now, let me say, and say one's bow. Okay, so was this a horror story? Was it? Was it? He well, in it fact, it's a poem. Okay, a horror poem. <laughs> yeah, like it. it was. It was in prose. So, uh, people well, from other countries use uh, use other words uh, rather than boo. So here's an example: in Spain, they say uh, "oh." Uh, instead of boo, yeah. Well, we it, we tend to think, oh, this is a, a, an ecumenical thing where everyone jumps out and yells boo, right? Uh, but yeah, and that makes in, sense. in France they say ho, ho, yeah, ha! rather than boo, yeah, like ha! that, yeah. What, what about rare? That is, um, I'm going to guess Brazil, like a rah. No, that's a Rack we're em? talking about boo. We're not talking about rares yeah. right now. We're not. Like, well, I thought we were talking about. Booze translated into other languages. How about this? Ragum. All right. So, uh, boo is also recognizable in most European countries, albeit it is spelled differently, such as in Spanish it's spelled B U. Uh, uh, boo also has other meanings. Uh, people hiss and boo to show discontent at sporting events and other activities. Some people also refer to a boyfriend or girlfriend as their boo. Yeah. Right. Which may come from the French word beau. So that. That is relatively new, though, right? What's up, referring boo? to someone as your boo would be within the past yeah. 20 years, Something 15, like 20 that. years. And it says, however, neither of these usages appear to be related to the ghostly word of boo. Right. So, so boo for, is a, a bow version of... A, version of bow okay. is a play off of bow, I guess so. And then they go with boo. Do so. you Does a video of someone jumping out and startling someone else l- legitimately, does it ever not fail to be, make you laugh? It's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, definitely. You can't can help it. Now, I showed Casey a video. I know we got to take a break. Because uh, Casey likes to do the, ha! He likes yeah, to yeah. do the, the startle scare. Except he doesn't do it to me <laughs> I made it very clear I don't like that. Right. Um, but this is a, a a different version of that. You react to something. So so say you're just sitting with a yeah. friend, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God. And, and you freak out as if something just, like, flew over your right, head. Right, right, right. And they freak out as well. So all you're right. not startling them. You're reacting as if something scared you, and in turn, they react to that as well. And some people do it as if there are bees flying around the I head, love that, yeah. And I actually like that approach. Flip out yeah. and run yeah. away. It's yeah. a whole TikTok trend. It's There's pretty funny. tons of videos, and I they, they make like a, you know, a compilation of them. I laugh so hard at them. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Yeah. But it's a it's a twist on the on the startling. Well, thing, so. tonight on porches all around the area, people you know people sit dressed as yeah. decorations. Yep. Did you you use the ghillie suit one year? Didn't you? I did. Uh, I think I did it a couple of different years. You were dressed as Mickey Gilly. No, I was dressed as Mickey Gilly, <laughs> and I was eating chili. And um, no, a ghillie suit is uh, one that snipers wear to hide. Yeah, yeah. And I just yeah. kind of like hung in the bushes right next to my doorstep. That's great. It was so good. Yeah, that's. But, a- I don't yell. I don't go boo. My my uh, approach ah. is no. It's more like a <laughs> okay. because like a people. Cat. Yeah, because people can't um, 
Process. Process it, I think. They're, they're, the, not, mm. they're not muckleboos. No, yeah, muckleboo. Yeah, friggin' muckleboo. Yeah. All right, well, anyhow, there's your there's your origin of, of boo, and uh, and thank you, and, and many other things. We're applauding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the holiday Halloween edition of, and even though he really doesn't want it, totally presbo. Totally presbo. All right, so you know what we're going to do? Uh, I'm going to give one of these away now. When we come back, though, we have, I think we're announcing this, right? Yes, yes. We have a show announcement that we're oh, going to make. Very yeah. cool. Pretty cool. Uh, but I have a pair of tickets for the number one rated birds home tailgate taking place on Sunday at Live Casino before the birds battle down. Nice. Yes. All right, and you can uh, you, you get top shelf, all you can eat food and drink. Uh, E-Rock is the DJ. Hollis Thomas is going to be here as the Birds Ambassador. Philly Sports Trips are your host. Wow. And you can visit phillysportstrips.com to grab your spot. But if you're calling number 20 right now, 215-263-WMMR, and at least 20 year, 21 years of age or older, we'll set you up with that for free right now. So give us a call. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get some B-File stories and more when we return. And an announcement. Maybe some tickets. I don't know. We'll see. Stay there. 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour is your shot at $1,000 in crisp college cash. Thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans. Whether you've got a nifty knack for making a dorm room look like a posh Hollywood apartment or maybe more of a pizza box and rock band poster vibe, show us. Make a short video. Start off with a, hey, Preston and Steve, and show off your decked out dorm room. Enter at our contest page at WMMR.com by 11 a.m. on November 2nd. Then we'll put them up for a vote to see who wins. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. Presented by College Ave Student Loans. A better way to pay for college. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your school. Guns and Roses. We're playing nothing but covers. It's our musical mask this morning for Halloween on the President of the Sea Show. Live and Let Die. Of course, Paul McCartney, the original Paul McCartney and Wings. Five minutes after 10 o'clock on Halloween morning. And the weather's cooperating. We're going up to about 53 degrees is a high this evening. It's going to be, you know, 50, 48, 49 degrees at the at the latest for trick-or-treating. So not too bad. Not really seeing any rain in the forecast either. That's the one deal breaker. And yep. that's not going to be the case. It's going to be a, like a classic uh, autumn or fall time for Halloween. And you just bring a jacket. Work out nicely. Exactly. We have a final look at traffic. Let's go ahead and get that. Kathy, what's going on so far? 95 South. Bound slows from Allegheny to the Vine. The Vine is okay, crossing town both directions. Google eastbound, we have volume from the boulevard into University westbound from City to Belmont. Uh, 202 out in Concord, southbound between Smithbridge Road and Naaman's Creek Road. Construction work there causing delays. Uh, the Atlantic City Expressway eastbound at the AC racetrack off-ramp closed for construction. 55 northbound, still slows from Deptford to 42. 
Uh, and then on the Commodore Barry Ridge eastbound side, we've got right lane construction causing delays. This traffic report brought to you by InvisibleFence.com. Feel confident in your pet safety with Invisible Fence brand. Patented containment technology paired with hands-on training to give your pet the safest freedom possible. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre all right, it is brought to you this morning by the Base Motel and Haunted Attractions in Glen Mills. Number one rated haunted attraction in America. Open now through Halloween. You can get tickets and reserve your time now at thebatesmotel.com. All right, how about this? A court documents revealed that for 40 years, a southern Indiana man stole thousands of rounds of ammunition from a naval depot without anyone being the wiser. Oh, that's great. And it wasn't until he was caught watching child porn in a Wendy's parking lot that the dominoes began to fall and his nearly half-century scheme at last was thrust into the light. Uh, there's so many things about this, but mm. the, the one overriding principle is that the guy was a moron and was caught by him being a moron. Yeah, Timothy Guy, 76 years old, was recently oh, sentenced great. to five years in federal prison after pleading guilty to possession of a firearm, firearm and ammunition as a convicted felon. Grandpa's going to Wendy's. Does anybody want anything? Also receiving stolen U.S. government property in possession of child sexual abuse material for 40 years. From 1966 to 2004, Guy was employed as an explosives handler at the Crane Army Ammunition Activity, a U.S. military installation located within Naval Support Activity Crane, which is southwest of Bloomington and contains ammunition depots. Unbeknownst, for decades, Guy lied to his superiors by falsifying documents to make it appear as if ammunition had been destroyed, while in reality, Guy had smuggled it out of the facility and stockpiled it at home. Over the course of his time, at Crane, guys smuggled more than 10,000 rounds of ammunition out of the facility, along with five firearms, including three rifles and two pistols. So think about how meticulous he'd have to be to pull this off, and yet he is so overtly obvious watching kitty porn in the parking lot that he gets caught. But guys' ammunition theft scheme was only uncovered because of a completely different crime. Court documents uh, said uh, that as part of his sentence, he was ordered to serve six years on probation following his release from federal prison, and he will also have to register as a sex offender after this. Jeez. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what was supposed to be another luxurious stay at the Ritz-Carlton turned nightmarish for one couple. Now, uh, their names are being held secret, so they're going by Jane and John Doe of Washington State. They arrived at the Oceanfront Luxury Half Moon Bay Resort for the weekend of November 18, 2022 to visit their daughter attending a nearby university for Thanksgiving and celebrate Jane's birthday. However, plans were significantly derailed after Jane had a sip of Ritz-Carlton branded water bottle that was contaminated with semen. Oh, oh my God! God. No. I never knew you could order that! Jane and John are suing the $800 a night resort, Ritz-Carlton Hotel, and Marriott International, along with unnamed defendants. I'll tell you what, for what they charge for water, there should be semen in it. The plaintiffs have not identified themselves in a lawsuit claiming to avoid harassment, injury, ridicule, and personal embarrassment. However, it's not only the plaintiffs' identities that are unknown. According to the lawsuit, at least 10 defendants are unidentified because hotel company allegedly refuses to identify employees present that weekend to the couple and local law enforcement. Lawsuit alleges that the visit 
it began normally. On the night of November 18th, the couple realized that they were out of water. They called the front desk for some more. Moments later, a male employee arrived with at least five bottles and had no reason to believe that the bottles were tampered with and defiled. I brought you water. Jane went to sleep and woke up in the middle of the night and reached for a bottle. According to her, she knew something was wrong and alerted hotel security and management. Jane said the water's taste and texture were off and she initially thought it was a chemical contamination before she started to suspect suspect that it was semen. This would later be confirmed in January of 2023 after a claim adjuster told the couple over the phone that the water was defiled with semen. God. The lawsuit claims that one of the hotel's employees put it into a Ritz-Carlton bot labeled water bottle, water bottle, delivered it to their room, and then uh, she drank the contaminated water before she realized it had been defiled by a criminal deviant and that she had been sexually assaulted, according That's to That's what this. it is. Yeah. So we're going to have to wait and see exactly what Oof. comes of this. Hey. But I'll keep an eye on it for you and see if anything uh, surfaces. I hope they gave him a discount. In Florida, a man pointed a firearm at an off-duty Florida Highway Patrol trooper while driving next to him on Sunday afternoon. Matthew Timothy Ryder got agitated due to slow-moving traffic and focused his attention on the trooper in his personal vehicle. The trooper was dressed in normal clothes with his family members in his personal car. Ryder driving a red Chevy pickup truck began driving alongside the trooper, speeding up and slowing down, yelling and using hand gestures (laughs) despite the trooper ignoring him. I then pulled out a firearm, displayed it, and then pointed Pointed it at the trooper. Jeez. The trooper reported the incident. They couldn't find his car on the highway. Instead, they went to his home. You want to go? Later arrested him. Ryder is charged with three counts uh, each of unlawful display of a weapon and aggravated assault with a weapon. Because you never know who that person might be, dear friend. Uh, this has a, a fairly good end to it. Uh, one of two missing fishermen was found alive after spending two weeks adrift in the Pacific Ocean. Wow. It was discovered by, discovered by a Good Samaritan uh, vessel about 70 miles from Cape Flattery in Washington. Uh, the Canadian Coast Guard brought him to shore. He was reported to be in stable condition by the U.S. Coast Guard. The missing boat named Evening, with two people aboard, had left Westport, Washington October 12th, was expected back on the 15th, and extended search along the coastline covering 14,000 square miles uh, was actually suspended. Uh, the survivor was spotted by and rescued by a Canadian crew while drifting on a raft like a couple of days after they gave up the search. That's amazing. He has spent 13 days alone on the raft and he survived on salmon. I don't know if he was able to catch salmon while he was you know, living on that or well, that's not. That's pretty resourceful. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, and then one last story. An unidentified man was filmed jumping in to the World Showcase Lagoon at Epcot in Orlando for $6,000. The bearded man, dressed in black, is shown scaling the railing of a bridge Monday afternoon and then jumping in. I'm going to do it. Uh, footage captures an accordion playing in the background. <laughs> Orlando! As guests urge the man to either jump or come back. Uh, the Dis Family Adventures YouTube channel says that they promised $6,000 to the unnamed man if he took the plunge. Uh, and one passerby could heard me saying, you're going to get kicked out of Disney, mister. <laughs> and, and he was. He was. And they'll uh, ban him for life, I'm sure. And there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right. We're making an announcement. Yay. There's a show coming to town. We're excited about this. It will be at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. 
Friday, May 3rd, and tickets will go on sale this Friday. And it is our friend, Mark Maron. Yeah! Who is going to be performing live at the Keswick Theater. Mark is awesome. We love him. He's great. and comedian's uh, comedian, yep. Absolutely. It's a show you should see. Uh, Great podcast, obviously, and he's a friend of the show, so we're happy that he's coming to town. So Mark Maron is going to be performing All In, that's the name of the show, Friday, May 3rd at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, and tickets go on sale this Friday. Are we back live? We're back live. I'd say we we had an alert. Obviously, it had to go. So um, we mentioned the Mark Maron show, uh, and I have tickets to give away. Caller number 22 at 215-263-WMMR. Friday, May 3rd at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Case, I'll need that. Oh, I already have that. All right, good. Uh, so we'll take that caller now, and we will set you up. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at AXS.com. So caller number 22, you get the tickets to see Mark Maron at the Keswick in May, 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget, today is Tattoos Day as well, so text the word Tattoo to 39333. Floating World Tattoo and Piercing with a $350 gift certificate. They're on South Street, and we'll be back in just a moment. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR? Ask it to open MMR. And it'll begrudgingly comply. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Another cover song this morning in our mask of music. The Roy Orbison classic. Pretty Woman. It's 1026 in the Preston and Steve Show. Halloween morning. A Tuesday. Uh, we're going to get a winner for Tad Tuesday in a little while. Uh, but... You, can, you, got, you got time to text it if you still want to do that. So text the word tattoo to 39333. All right, we're going to ask today's lesson question. And as a prize, we're going to give away a $50 Metro Diner dining card. So the question that I think we have to go with uh, this morning goes back to our 6 o'clock hour. Uh, Dermot Mulroney <laughs> is such a unique cellist. He plays the instrument by doing what? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. He's an actor. It's his birthday today. Dermot Mulroney is such a unique cellist. He plays the instrument, instrument by doing what to it? 215 215- 
263-WMMR. If you heard that call, now we'll do the Trash Wire call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we'll get some stories while you wait, uh, while we wait for that call to come in. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, former Boy Meets World cast member and current porn star Maitland Ward is backing Ben Savage's run for Congress. Said Ward, quote, we can do this if you promise to donate to Ben's campaign every time I squirt. Oh, my God. Oh. Matt Damon! That's what she said. <laughs> I love that reaction. <laughs> Kim Kardashian pulled out all the stops this Halloween, having her 30,000 square foot home turned into a massive haunted house. Kim apparently oversaw the entire theme of the, intra- the attraction and employed the scariest of all Halloween colors, white. Ooh. In light of early blowback, Disney decided not to go the overly sensitive route with their new Snow White reboot and will include seven CGI dwarves. And just to head their bets, the dwarves will have huge foreheads and bark. So, <laughs> that's going to be great. Hollywood track. All right, let's see if someone knows the answer to this question. Dermot Mulroney is such a unique cellist that he plays the instrument by doing what? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to JR. See if we can get the answer. Hey, JR, good morning. <laughs> there you go, Case. There's your rare. All right, what uh, does Dermot Mulroney do into a cello? He blew into it. Yes. Yeah. You got it right. Hang on, JR. I just watched the Lost Boys. We are going to set you up with a $50 Metro Diner dining card, and you can visit Metro Diner. Dot com for more information. Yes, this is the music from Lost Boys. All right, we'll do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Maiden officially announced tour dates for next fall. Their North American leg of the Future Past Tour will kick off October 4th, 2024 in San Diego. 23 dates have been scheduled. They will be performing in Philadelphia tomorrow, one year from now. Oh, wow. Um, question. November 1st. Would you see that show? Oh, Maiden? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, depends. You've always been sort of a Maiden fan. Uh, it, yeah, but you know what? It's... This is on the weekend, you know? Yeah, yeah probably. Hear, if yeah, not, yeah. probably not. I don't know. But, yeah, I do like Maiden, and uh, they put on a great stage show with the giant, you know, Eddie, uh, the, the, all the inflatables and, and props and things they use, which is pretty cool. It's so I would like to see them in person. It's a Friday? It's a Friday. Okay. Although it's uh, nearly a year away, tickets are on sale <laughs> this Friday, November 3rd. Would you go to a rock concert that was... We, I think we're talking about this. Or maybe Jamie Lee Curtis brought it up. <laughs> That's maybe where I heard it. But if rock concerts, for example, for people's schedules, if uh, a band would do every couple of dates, do one at like five. A matinee? Yeah. Hell yes, I would. Right? Absolutely. It, to that, me, that makes It doesn't have to sense. be late night for no. me to rock out. Right. So I think that'd be totally cool. Yeah. On uh, December 8th, Pink Floyd will release an updated and expanded edition of their 1970 album, Adam Hart Mother. Uh, the set includes a Blu-ray disc featuring footage of the title track shot in 1971 at their first ever concert in Japan. The new video shows side-by-side footage of how the original looked versus the upgraded, which is clearer and has more color. Um, so there apparently is this really 
really great Pink Floyd cover band uh, that is coming to town. They're like, uh, and I want to find, uh, I got to find this email. Is it Uncle Floyd? It is not Uncle uh. Floyd. Uh, no, it's, uh, let me just do a quick little search here. It is called, uh, they're called Brit Floyd. Brit Floyd, and are they like a full recreation? They are, uh, a.k.a. the greatest Pink Floyd tribute band in the world, and they're doing a show this Saturday at the Miller Theater. I wasn't sure if you guys had ever heard of them no, or not. No, no. Uh, that might be something that would be uh, worth looking into. Yes, yeah, so no, I heard a commercial for it, but I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're doing all of uh, Dark Side, and uh, I, I mean, these tribute bands are, I mean, and, and ones that are going to be playing... Uh, a venue like this, right? These they guys have to have top some notch. Worth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. no, I. You know what? I've the only tribute band I've ever been to a concert of was uh, the Fab Faux. That was your first concert? No, it wasn't. Oh wait, what was your? No, that was Beatlemania. That was Beatlemania. The Fab Faux we went to a few years ago at the Keswick, and um, and they're great. And it's you know, like Will Lee and these really amazing musicians. Top and musicians. They, they try to recreate the the music perfectly as perfectly as they can. How did they do? Phenomenal. Yeah. You know, so they're great. I, I appreciate stuff like this. It can be, you know, you can't go see some bands anymore, and why not go see something that, that will get you at least in the ballpark, and it's live. You yeah. Know? You know? Yeah. Uh, so the reissue of Pink Floyd's fifth album will be available as a special two-disc package with memorabilia such as never-seen-before photos, and it also includes reproductions of the pamphlet, the poster, the concert ticket, and the filter, I'm sorry, the flyer distributed at the event. Of course, the truth is, if those knuckleheads had just put their problems behind them, they could mm. reunite. And then one last story, the 2024 Grammy nominations will be announced during a star-studded live stream on the morning of November 10th. Recording Academy CEO Harvey Mason Jr. will announce major categories joined by Grammy winner uh, Aruj Aftab, Vince Gill, Amy Grant, Jim, oh. Jimmy Jam, John Bon Jovi, uh, Samara Joy, Mooney Long, uh, Cheryl Powelski, uh, Kim Petras, Judith Sherman, St. Vincent, Jeff Tweedy, and Weird Al Yankovic. What? CBS Mornings host Gail King, uh, Nate Burleson, and Tony uh, couple I don't know the last name. A couple. A couple. A couple. Uh, will also be on, yeah, on hand. Yes, it's a Tony yeah, couple. Okay. <laughs> couple. Uh, the live stream will air on uh, live.grammy.com and YouTube with video announcements and remaining categories to follow. Uh, the 66th Annual Grammy Awards will take place February 4th at Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles and will be broadcast on CBS as well. So, crypto Arena. I know. Crypto.com Crypto.com Arena. Crypto.com arena. Yeah. Right. There you go. That's what I have. That's music news for you. All right. We're going to take a final break. When we return, we wrap the show up. Letter of the day. Word of the week prize. we got four tickets to the Tool Sold Out Show at the Wells Fargo Center, which will be happening while we're at the Camp Out for Hunger on November 16th. All right. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Steve's 26th annual Camp Out for Hunger, supporting Phil Abundance, starting November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. All week, live from the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, we'd love to see you, so stop out with your donations and say hey. There are daily individual donor prizes, plus some cool Camp Out swag too. And grab a free cup of morning coffee thanks to Duncan. Can't stay? Use the drive through drop-off at the Planet Fitness Donation Zone or make a cash donation on site at the Acme Markets Tent or at the register of your local Acme store. 
Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Made possible by Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, White Horse RV Center, Keen Compressed Gas, Xfinity from Comcast, Wisfist Bank, and Newman University Videography. 93.3 WMMR, Halloween morning, and nothing but cover songs. Mask of Music on the Preston and Steve Show. Foo Fighters doing a faithful rendition of Band on the Run. Love it. Good one to end with 1044 on this Tuesday morning. Um, And an enjoyable day today. It was. Chatted about all things Halloween. And we had our good friend Paul Mercurio by. And Paul was wonderful, as always. He is going to be performing a couple of gigs. Uh, one of them will be at the Pollock Theater, uh, Monmouth University, Long Branch, New Jersey, on November 11th. But then in February, he comes back with this show. It's called uh, Permission to Speak, and he said it's more of a it's more of a show than a than a stand up. Uh, yeah, program. it's more of a program than a stand up show. Frank Oz uh, was uh, is behind the directing and creation with Paul of the show. Yeah, so that one, the second one's going to be in February on the second at the Sellersville Theater, and tickets available at st ninety four. .com. So it was cool having him by here this morning. Pierre Robert is here. How do? Good day. He was great. Yeah. I loved his stories. Um, but I also particularly loved your segment on um, people that have gone to jail in costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were awake that early? I yeah, was. surprised. It was a rare occasion today. There's a red eye back? Yeah, that's That's why. what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I was just driving back from the airport. Um, but um, I got, I heard, I, I heard all... From there on, uh, and it was great fun. Oh, oh good, good. But That's I mean, good. people had the wildest stories. Unbelievable. What was the guy in the gorilla? He's in with a gorilla. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He was Joker. Dressed, yeah, the Joker. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and he was dressed as I forgot what he was. An dressed anime as. character, yeah. a female character. Right. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, <laughs> and the guy peeing on the side of the by the by the dumpster. dumpster. Yeah, it's just like one thing after the other. And then the guy dressed like a like a um, prison guy, escapee. Oh, oh, yeah, my in God. front of the prison and walking in front of a prison. Yeah. Oh, what about the the zombie? The guy dresses as a zombie with his uh, girlfriend or a fiance at the time. Yeah. Uh, mentions bomb on a, a, oh, a scene God, in a yes. movie. Right. Gets pulled in by the feds. Uh, they, they held him for like nine hours. Right. <laughs> they were priceless stories. Uh, great stuff. Yeah, that was enjoyable. Yep. Excellent. All right, uh, you got a letter? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. I am the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. O as in October. All right, excellent. We have uh, three more to go. We give this away on Friday. It's four-pack of tickets for the sold-out Tool concert. Thursday, November 16th, that's at the Wells Fargo Center and is presented by us, 93.3 WMMR. So we'll give it away on Friday, which is wonderful. What do you got going on today, dude? Well, it's Double Shot Tuesday, and um, we do a big Halloween show. You guys did. I also liked your uh, choice of masked songs Uh. throughout the program. I like when you guys take a musical theme and carry it through the program. You don't do that too often, but it's cool. Thanks. One of the days I really love just when each of you picked one of your favorite bands come Mm. out of the break each time with one of your favorite bands. That. Yeah, Will West was a huge fan of that. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, I picked some obscure Journey song, and he didn't like it at all. So, um. so tune in January 2024. <laughs> yeah, start that back up again. Oh, by the way, I was pulling into the parking lot, and uh, oh, you, you saw he's he he's getting off of his motorcycle in in a 
Was it Scooby Doo? Scooby Doo. Uh, that's he's a trooper, man. I'm going. Dear God in heaven, did he drive that way on that he motorcycle? Did. He did. Wow. He drove that way, uh, and apparently his the head kept flopping back in the wind. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the that's a classic story. The first time he, he, we were doing that event at the TLA, right. and uh, there's Bill walking down South Street, fully costumed. <laughs> I thought I was having a flashback to the Hate Ashbury days when I saw him getting off of the motorcycle dressed like that. At any rate, uh, on the program we have a giant block of Halloween stuff starting at noon. Don't know what we'll do, but it's always fun, and we'll see where it goes. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Pierre. And I also would like to mention that today is Tattoos Day, so we need to give away our gift certificate for a free tattoo. $350 gift certificate. Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And the winner is Aaron Kranick. Of uh, Birdsboro, uh, Pennsylvania. So... Aaron gets that gift certificate, and don't forget, you you got to stop by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. Uh, let's see. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by, where is it? I'm trying where's to Where's that sound coming, coming from? from? Oh, it's an emergency broadcast message where's interrupting again. sound coming from? Brought to you by Duncan. President on here. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke, you won't pay a lot, but you'll get a lot. Before we wrap, I want to say goodbye. My best friend Steve is leaving today. Aww. Later, Dookie. Have a good flight. We'll see you later. Um, tomorrow on the program, a Wednesday, Fox Good Day. We'll do that. Secret text word. And always a great conversation with the one and only Derek Pitts of the Franklin Institute. Love Stop that guy. Right. Yep. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Have a happy Halloween. Halloween safe one too. We'll see you again. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Ding so, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 